Smack that all on the floor. Smack that. Give me some more. Smack that till you get sore. Smack that. Oh. That's it? <laughs> I was going with it, man. I was, uh, Are you I was smacking a it. tile? You're smacking a tile. That's exactly why I chose this song. <laughs> All right? We don't use mallets at the tile guy. We use our bare hands. I use mallets. Do that, you? Yeah. That, You're that, special. That was Omid from the tile guy. He's that was special fantastic. guest. Smack it. Smack that. Smack that. No, smack smack that. Smack Come on, that. Man. I thought when you first sent that to me, I thought you were going to do Prodigy. Smack that. Smack my bitch up. No, 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 no. This, see, we're a little bit younger, you know? Different oh, generation. Huh? So, you know what? There was music before you guys were born. Really? Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Good music, too. Okay. Omid. So, ¿Qué pasó? what are we going to talk about today? H track? H vibe. You know what? We should. Yeah, I've had some fun with this. No, no, we can. No, we can talk about all these We're things. We're going to talk about tile. I know, but they all incorporate tile work. We have H-Vac. Omid here. <laughs> we have, yeah, he tries to connect Area everything. events. Hello. Uh, what was it you were trying to bring up with uh, Jesse last week? You were trying to bring up some other thing that tiles. Funny enough, you were bringing up tiles with Framer. It's yeah. about the point that. It's the same industry. And we got Omid here at thetileguy.gta. <laughs> and so you can find them uh, through an email, thetile.gta at gmail.com. Phone number 647-716-5062. And don't forget, it's The Tile Guy, Inc. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, because very important. he's the one and only The Tile Guy. That's right. GTA. There is an imposter, and I want everyone to know. I'm not going to get down that he road. He is not I him. I'm not getting down <laughs> that road. And okay. by the way, Omid, I don't want Manny bullying you or anyone else on this show anymore. <laughs> When the heck is the bully? You're the bully, no one else. Just they listen. I'm you know a bedroom that, right? bully. They uh, listen. <laughs> we are doing episode 101. Wow. 101 is wow. perfect for a mead. 101. Okay. I mean, the tile guy. Yeah, how'd you guys Inc. get 100 already? So, man. Working hard at it. You guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we have wait, a Wait a second. Segment. Can I tell you how we got to 100, wow. 101? How we got? By never working at home. <laughs> what? <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Think about that. You guys can no. think about that. Uh, uh, first of all, let's just say thank you to the listeners that I keep on growing every single week and everybody that's tuning in and actually tuning in for the whole show, not just the beginning or the middle and then taking off and then disappearing. No, man, the whole show right to the bitter end, right to your beatbox, man. That's amazing. I love it. I so love to hear that. The audience that. is growing, and everybody else who says shit about us, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's who's going to talk shit? It's it's real stuff. Let them talk shit. Come I don't on. give a shit. You, that's, that's it. it. I, I don't really care what I hear, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> no. It, you know what? No one has a paper hey, in man, front of them. Come on. Listen, let's move on with the show. What's our first segment? It will be history with Manny. <laughs> I got nervous there because Carlito's got no paperwork in front of us, in front of himself, and the eyes went everywhere looking for what was the clue. I want to ask uh, Omid. I need you to tell me. I mean, Carlito might know this. I'm not exactly sure though. <laughs> Who invented tile? Who invented tile? And when? Oh, Italians for sure. Nope. Get out of here. Chinese. Nope. Croatian. Nope. Indian. Nope. Portuguese. Nope. Egyptians. Bingo. Oh, they invented everything. Come Egyptians. On. So the history of ceramic tiles. So obviously we started with ceramic tiles. Oldest civilizations is known through the Egyptians. Fourth millennium. 
BC. Wow. 4,000 years before Christ. It was used primarily for decorating their houses and specifically blue tile bricks. Wait, and you mean their pyramids? Their homes. <laughs> so blue tile bricks. The glazed bricks were also very common in Mesopotamia. How do you pronounce that again? Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> One of the most famous structures is still up today. It's the Ishtar Door of Babylon. I encourage you guys, look it up. It is a stunning piece of fucking I work. Like to see. Wow, that is. But even more oh, important oh. is they glaze the it's top all, of the pyramids it's all, also. I know, the very tip of it. It was gold, right? Yeah. From there, it went to Babylon. From Babylon, it went to Assyria, to ancient Persian. So Middle wow. East. Middle East, basically. Wow. After that, the Greeks and the Romans got a hold of it. But that wasn't until 200 BC. Wow. That's when the Greeks and Romans, and they were primarily used, again, mosaics that lined the floors and walls of their bathhouses, luxury villas, and temples. That's so amazing, man. Then after that, the Chinese got involved. That's it. Of then course. Now, get, get this. The Chinese in history are the ones that took ceramic tile to porcelain. Wow. They first invented porcelain slabs. Not slabs, sorry, porcelain material. Isn't that interesting, man? Wow. That is totally interesting. That was history with No, it. no, not done. No, more. <laughs> I love it. Now, there isn't anything simpler back in time to make than what tile? You guys tell me. What's the simplest tile to make? Clay. Ceramic. Clay tile. A terracotta tile, yeah. Yeah. which is basically a clay tile. It's clay and it's dried out in the sun mm -hmm. or in a fire pit, but mostly it was and done in the sun. And then glazed. And then glaze if they wanted to. Yeah. So mm -hmm. the name terracotta literally means what, guys? Made in Mexico. No. The name terracotta, think about it. Terracotta. Terra. Uh, my veranda. No. <laughs> Baked earth. Baked earth. Terra, earth, cotta. And baked. in what language in what is language? that? I don't know where that's coming from, but Terra. I'm assuming maybe, I don't know, Spanish. I'm Peru, not exactly sure. Mexico. Could be, could be right. Mm -hmm. So, and, and where was terracotta tiles first used? Think about it. It's still being used to today. Outside floors. Roofs. Okay, tile. Of course. Okay, sure. All of Europe right. is covered. Exactly. Roofs. Wow. Okay. And that was... History with Manny. <laughs> I also want to put something in the history lesson there that the Egyptians started just the tip. <laughs> Always, always. You, you, and you, you are listening to The Construction Life. It's all about circumcision on this show. <laughs> another word that's never been expressed until now. Okay, so now we got another segment. You're not even familiar. So, Omid, you've been back, like, I don't know. I think the last time you were here was September. Was it? I think it was September, back in, like, episode 22, 21. With Pro Custom Painting. Yeah, he yeah. was here. So that was episode 21. Mr. Flow. 20. Wow. So wow. we have another, we have a bunch of segments, right? But we have another segment called construction bone to pick. That's right. Are we have? are you going to have the bone or me? You, you have one on your tip. It's yeah. Time? Well, I mean, I've got tons of on my tip. So one of the, one of my big, big construction bones is why do guys feel that they can come to work and stink armpit juice? I mean, one guy comes from Europe armpit and juice? he smells like garlic and vodka do you and bring then, it up? Do you bring it up and yeah, tell them? Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, guys, you, you smell and I can't breathe. And they're like looking at me and they're Why like... Why do you think they come to work like that? I, I don't think you should come to work smelling like body fluids. 
Like, you know, if you've been with your partner and you come to work and you don't clean up, you shouldn't smell like that. You shouldn't smell like food. Um, you should clean yourself. And if you do choose to do arm deodorant or you don't want to use the arm deodorant, at least do a bird bath and clean yourself. And today's show is brought to you by your favorite cheese. Just go to the grocery store and buy whichever favorite cheese you like. <laughs> Blue. <laughs> Omid, any thoughts on that construction bone to pick? On a serious note. <laughs> That was a serious uh, note. You know, the thing is, in some cultures, I've heard, I don't know who it was from, but they can't use deodorant. They don't do that. It's, if some people think it's not 2020, healthy. 2020, man. Yeah, well, uh, I, 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 it's, I think it's amazing that we're mixing cultures here yes. and we're learning yeah. and growing together and adapting. But when I say adapting, that also means that you have to respect exactly. other people too. You know, the thing is, it's a simple conversation to have, right? You have to tell the guy, listen, you know, it does smell a little bit. It's not comfortable for the homeowner or for the other people working around you. Here, here's a stick of whatever it is. Do you mind just putting it underneath? There's natural it, right? deodorants out there. People are allergic to the aluminum or whatever so it is that's inside So I use there. baking soda. Okay. And it works. Okay. I just don't stink. And, and yes, there is like every six months I'll do 30 days. I won't wear arm deodorant and it does you know, start to build up. But the minute someone says something, I stop my... Wait a minute, hang on. You don't wear any deodorant for 30 days? I tried to kind of cleanse my body and let it, you know, mm -hmm. go through its cycle naturally. My uncle actually doesn't use the deodorant. He uses lemon. Believe yeah, lemon? Lemon? it's hard finisher. to keep up with, though. He's a concrete finisher, and he uses lemon. Yeah. It I, works. I didn't believe it, and then... It Am works for some people. Am I the only one that uses a regular deodorant spray, like Dove anti... Person. Some people, the parabens in it, you know, the, the cancer, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you don't know what's in it. Some of the stuff that blocks your sweat to the point where your body can't sweat. And that's not healthy, right? Yeah. I think that it's important that people... Smell know, good, basically. I just, I just don't care <laughs> if you wear arm like deodorant or not. Too much cologne? Yeah, clean that's, yourself. That's, I, you clean know, yourself. What's worse, I think, is too much cologne rather than... Why are you coming deodorant? into a construction site with cologne on? Yeah, that, that's, that's a little... What do you want, a TV show? No. Yeah, <laughs> Guys on really TV shows bad. don't wear cologne, but I would, I would expect... Perfume from the ladies? I would expect maybe GC coffee. Uh, GC coffees. <laughs> uh, GC uh, cafe, cafe GCs. <laughs> cafe GCs. <laughs> Well, actually, no. you know what? Bringing that point up, I remember there was one time there was a job, uh, a concrete truck driver. Hmm. He showed up, and as soon as he came out of the cab and came around the back there, it was just that waft of, I think it was David Off. I'm not well, exactly sure. But, but, <laughs> but it must be Middle Eastern. Must but be. it's cigarettes, too. Like, some guys oh, come in, they smoke 20 of, cigarettes. Okay, what about yeah. weed? So you're talking about any kind of smell? Listen, I'll tell you one thing. If you smoke weed... And you come to work. You're I don't gone. care if you smoke weed. You're gone. But do not show up you're on gone. my job site smelling like weed. Because you're making you, me look like a clown. What if someone's figured out how to use weed to take care of their underarm? You can't smell. It's fine. Merry Christmas. You, you know what? You're just not going to have work for me. I'm okay with you doing whatever you want on your own to personal time, but not at work. That was Carlito's bone to pick. Well, I wasn't done. Oh, sorry. I wanted to talk about breath, too. Like, oh, God. We're still... Okay. Like, I thank God that COVID's happened because now, lately, I haven't smelt anyone's <laughs> breath because they either have a mask or something else. But some, some guys you are know speaking to me. You hate you right wow. now for saying And <laughs> I can smell cow. their breath from four Send feet away. Send your letters to I don't know who, but I don't Send know. Send them your address. Oh, and another thing. Please don't wear your clothes more than three days in a row so I can what smell your stinky fuck? ass and your dirty sweat. 
Who's wearing their clothes more? Lots of guys do. Some guys just don't know how to do the laundry. And for the guys that do, congratulations. <laughs> do, you, do you not have five pairs, a minimum of five pairs of work pants? I change daily. I know. So you have five pairs of work pants, right? Yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday. I mean, it's hard Saturday, on Sunday. It's, yeah. it's hard on cleaning. Sometimes what I do is uh, if I'm laying tiles, I'll sometimes prelong the pants because I know it's going to have thin set and, mm-hmm. you know, caulking. I'll prolong else on it. it. You yeah, pretty long. But if the minute the minute someone even tells me or even I think <laughs> that something smells, I'm cleaning up. And some, what is this? Some people like to use the same shirt over and over. Is I that, know. Is this the game? I don't know. It's you know what? It's a valid construction bone to pick because you're true. It's right. Some guys are actually pretty nasty and they should just wake up a little bit. I, I'm only saying that because today I had two guys that I could not refuse because the homeowner actually brought two guys in that I wasn't in control of. And I other trades, yeah. And I had to open the front doors up, and he's like, "Can you close the door?" And I'm like, "No." You I'm stink. like, "I can't breathe in here because of the guys you chose to bring in here." And it's great that you don't care, but I can't breathe. It's literally overwhelming, so bad that I'm gonna walk off your job site. So, what would you rather have? Door open, me gone. And that was <laughs> Carlito's construction that bone. That was a to skeleton pick. to pick, not a bone. I know, eh? <laughs> it wasn't just <laughs> one bone. It was a whole skeleton. Stinky people. <laughs> on with the show, man. We got to get on with the show. So, Omi, we, we already know a little bit about you from the beginning. Yeah, man. What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Let's talk about Thinset. Ooh, let's thinset. talk about that. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, we got the, I need to talk about the body shop going on there. What's going on? Okay. What are you talking about? Large format so, thin set, mosaic no, no, thin no, no, set, no. glass there's, thin there's set. There's a lot of talk about this thin set's better than this thin set. I like this and I like that. I think personally, I'm a Mapei guy. I've used SG since I started using SG. Who's SG? Mapei. Mapei SG. I know that. I was just testing Carlito. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, this is sponsored by Mapei. No, it's not. No, no it's not. No, it's not. No, it's, I told you this show is brought to you by cheese. <laughs> no, it's this is the thing. See, with, with Thinset, I've tried all of them. Have you tried all of them? I've tried all so of them. Have you tried okay. Tech? Yeah. Let's start naming yeah, them all. I've tried tech. I used to use Tech. Yes, let's, I used to use Let's tech. start yep. naming all of them. So oh, who's man. out there right now? There's everyone. There's, there's the Laticrete. There's Tech. There's custom. custom. Um, okay, let, there's let's, flex tile. Let's start right from the beginning then. Let's start with flex tile. Flex. Okay, flex tile. Here's the thing. Flex tile is commercial. Is basically commercial applications. You're right. This sand that Why is. Why do you say that? So the sand and the polymers and everything that's in there is meant to basically it's going to be a stone. So I don't know if you. I, I don't use gloves at work, but if you've ever used flex tile. And you you get thin set in your hand, the sand will actually cut your skin. It's very coarse, very very coarse. You can cur captain there. Your I hands do. your hands Good. will burn big time. We'll get red, and you'll get bur- you get burns on your hands. So we stopped using flex tile a while ago because I just I can't use gloves. My hands get too soft. But it was a good product regardless. It was a great product. A okay. Great product. One thing too, the cost factor was a little bit higher than uh, than most of the other companies and. So I was looking to see what works best at the lowest cost because we go through skids. Okay, so, so going back to FlexTile, the mm-hmm. only problem is when you're using high-polished porcelain, Just you have to be very careful it. with it. Yeah. It will leave etching. Yes. And that's the, that's the graze. You know, like we don't touch everything that we do is all white thin set. Anything. Just white. Well, unless you your tiles gray? are black. Doesn't matter? No, we don't touch. No. 
Unless even your tiles Schluter, are black. Even Schluter. Black tiles? Black tiles will use white. Everything will use white. Really? Yep. Everything. What's you the reasoning behind Because you can see white a lot better than you can see gray. So when on you're cleaning the grout lines. When you clean the grout, when you clean the tile itself too, everything. Have you ever asked this question? Because I have yet to ask this question. I should ask this question. Mm. Why is white thin set more expensive than gray thin set? The polymers goes into a white thin set is different than the polymers in the gray thin set. Is it the same PL stuff that's on the space shuttle? You're so stupid. You haven't <laughs> even looked that up yet, have you? <laughs> Mr. fucking space boy. He's supposed to be the joker, not you. What is this? Have you heard about this? No, I have not. The space shuttle, NASA, uh -huh. uses PL No, glue. hang on a second. Yeah. I said That's what they're NASA, uh -huh. NASA invented PL for the space shuttle. That's exactly what I said. Where, where did you hear this? Elmo Street? What is this? I want you to go look it up, Elmer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to time. We're way up. I think the drinks have started early. Um, okay, Jeez. so the polymers are different in white versus gray thin yes. set. And that's the reason You'll why have, it's more expensive. If you, mix, if you get a batch of the same company, whether it's Flex Tile, whether it's Custom Blend, whether it's Mape, anybody, you mix their, their white and their gray, you will feel a different consistency. The gray will be more of a watery like texture and the the white will be more of a creamy texture moving on to other ones tech what's wait, tech wait. like I, I i did want to say i've never seen any failure from flex no i've only seen scratching so i just do no. want to say that yeah haven't used in very, decades but okay so then well. omid who's you, who have you seen failure from i and honestly, was it directly related to that thin so set? i've actually seen failures happen with thin sets that have a low concentration of sand Basically, so the less sand. Yes. So the reason is this: this sand basically, it's it. When you backbuttering a tile, you basically have to scrape the tile, right? Don't you remember, uh, Kieran, when mm -hmm. we were talking about lime plaster? It was the sand that was the binding agent. There's micro scratches in the back of the tile as well, right? When you have something very you're etching creamy, it. exactly, right? Yeah. So if you don't have that sand and you have just a cream coat on it, if your if your back of your tile has some dust on it or something, it's not bonding. You know that's why sometimes when people do demo jobs and they pull the tiles, the tiles just pop up, but you see it's full coverage. Back of the tile was either dirty, or the thin set had too much water and not and there wasn't enough sand, and that's what happens. Okay, but there's something important to say there since we're both tile setters. Mm. Another thing is a lot of guys will cut or wet porcelain and they shouldn't. Because when you're adding thin set to porcelain, it should be dry. Yeah, always. So and a lot yeah. of guys don't know to wipe that off. They you keep it wet. To. And you then the, uh, the thin set, doesn't matter what company it's from, yeah. will not adhere to well, the water. Well, the thing is... If, it's glass. See, people should try it. If you get a porcelain tile, cut it wet, install it, and take it up. Then do the same thing with a dry tile. You'll see the difference when you pull it up. And from there, they understand, hey, you know what? Yeah, we need to dry this. Because you can, yeah. you can see it just pops right up. That's right. There's no bond. So how's Laticretes? So Laticrete is more sandy, well-made. The thing is, I don't like the, the slump. bucket time. The slump is there. The thing is, it, for me, it, it kicks too fast, and you have to spin it way too often. It's, the, it's the, because we go basically, the time is we always mix half bucket. We never mix a full bucket ever. We always mix two half buckets. Helper has one for back butter, and I have one half, right? That way you don't have to go back and remix it. You'll finish the bucket in time before you have to do a full mix. and not well, have to Depending on the size of the tile, too. Yes, uh, of course, yeah. right? Like I know, but what's the best part of a mix when you guys start tiling? 
the best part of a mix? That's the fir- it's the first batch, like that beginning part. No, so why make- no, the no. third batch is the best because the first one you're kind of checking the slump, the moisture. No, no, you're I, I was that getting all. at like a fresh batch being made, and then you're using brand new thin set. But that's of- why if you mix half buckets at a time, yeah. you'll always have, yeah, have that. a fresh batch. If you have a full bucket, by the time no. you reach halfway or doesn't quarter work way, that way, you're gotta you gotta whip that up, you know, with your trowel, right? Okay, so, so who else is there? And really, wait. So before we go any farther, since we're already talked about mixing it says on every bag and i don't care if you're a pro or you're not mm-hmm. you need to mix that and let it sit for 10 Sleep. to 15 minutes yep. and what happens is the hardeners all kick in all the chemicals start to mix yep. and if anyone just mixes and then goes and lays tiles they're doing it completely wrong because you're supposed to come back 10 minutes later spin for another five minutes yeah there's some thin sets that you actually don't have to let who are they stay so any base any quick set you do not do that you mix and install. I believe X5, which is Ardex, you don't need to let it sit. I believe. I heard this. Don't quote me, but I think so. But for sure, 100% quick set. Do not let it sit. And even more important than mixing it a second time is actually having the proper spinner to actually get the proper RPMs okay, and keep it consistent. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Okay. So Ardex, what about their mix? So Ardex, I used Ardex. I've used X5. Ardex is a great product. You can leave it in a bucket of water and it will set. It's great. The problem is it's very thick when mixed. I've actually had it stained porcelain tile, gray tile, twice on two separate jobs. Wow. Stained so basically, there was a bit of thin set left that wasn't wiped on the face of the tile. Falling day came, you know, you wipe the tile off. But for whatever reason, there's a bit of residue that was left on the tile. So we went to the point where we got marotic acid to try and take that off. And we had to use full concentration to take, get rid of that. Wow. So I, I you went, had to seal it again. So I went to Ardex and I spoke. This happened on two, di- two different jobs at two different times, right? And I thought the first time I said, well, maybe it was the tile. They were both were porcelain. And they were both gray tiles. Gray textured matte porcelain tile. So from that point on, I said no more Ardex. The only thing I like from Ardex is their self-leveler. Yes. That's, that's just my yes. opinion. Which at this point, finish. you can get rid of and yeah. use uh, Lafarge's Agile Screed. Yeah, you, but this doesn't require a pump truck. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I, if you've got a large Our, enough And job. you don't need wire mesh. Ardex, yeah. Ardex uh-huh. has the best self-leveler in the industry if you're doing small jobs. Yeah. So now what about Schluter's Mix? Schluter's I, Mix. So Schluter Mix is, you know, people that like creamy... That's the that's the thing set to go. So there's with. a lot of polymer in it. Super. It's it's you can grab a, a whole trowel full with your half inch trowel and put it on its side and it will it's it will not it wants not go anywhere. But when you go put that on the wall, it's just like butter. You know what I mean? So um, great for slabs. Amazing for slabs. I've yeah. I've had nothing but bad experiences with Schluter mm-hmm. when it comes to a thin set. When it comes to their waterproofing, mm-hmm. everything's one hundred percent like mm-hmm. perfect. I love everything about them. I do not use their thin set. I've tried it. I started using it when it first came out, and I know that the uh, chemicals were changing, mm-hmm. and they were changing their their additives slowly to kind of mm-hmm. compensate for their flaws of getting into the uh, thin set industry. Their bucket time had a problem before. Um, yeah. I had problems with their thin set not drying and staying wet way too long. Mm-hmm. The stickiness wasn't there for me. You know why that is? The way they design their thin set is different. Their PSI strength doesn't reach its peak 
compared to a lot of these other companies. And that's why I stuck with Mapei. Mapei's thin set will reach 80% its PSI strength in I think the shortest amount of time than the rest of the thin set that I've used. If you, the best test to do is if you get some Ditra on concrete subfloor, okay? One that it's not primed, okay? So if you get, I, I use SG. If you get SG, you put your, your uh, Ditra down, roll it, okay? Pull up that same piece the next day on an unprimed concrete floor. And you'll see, you're not pulling that off. You gotta grab a chisel and hammer and pull it off. I've, I've got videos that I, we've actually done where we have not primed, tried pulling off a little section, and <clears> it <throat> took me 10 minutes to chisel it out. That, that's it good. Grabs, that is good to hear. It grabs, but it's all the mix. If you water it down too much, that sand will separate and it will not stick. That's important also. Like you should read how much water is supposed to be in your mixes. Yeah. You don't just go, oh, I'm going to See, put a half a liter in. You know, a, a lot of people, they, they read, okay, the direction says this, but I'm a firm believer is we've done this for a while and we always, depending on what you do. So like if you're going to do a Schluter, right, and you're going to use a, a pay product, if you follow their instructions and you try putting their curdy band, good luck. It's not happening. You need to water it down a little bit more. And Schluter basically says until... They're, they're, they're notched trowel once you pick it up from the bucket, right? It should be, you should be able to see the trowel marks and not collapse, but it should be almost in fluid form, right? But on the back of any bag, it won't say to do that. So it's different depending on what you install. And, you know? and you're right, because I, I, I teach the guys that work with me about slump. So yeah. I treat it like pouring concrete. So I'll get a scoop, a six-inch yeah. scoop. And I'll drip it off and I'll count how many times it comes off. Mm -hmm. Typically, that's how I train the guys to get the same mix consistently all the time. Just grab a trowel. Yeah. yeah I do the, the first batch with them and then I get them going. Mm -hmm. I say, this is how I want it. But I do also have different types of density. Like if I want to keep it high and tight, I'll keep it a little drier. Mm -hmm. If I want to you know, push it down a little bit more, I'll just wet it down a little bit. Isn't right? there room, though, for error coming from the, the brands and the sales reps saying that? I agree with both of you guys. Mm -hmm. It depends on the tile application and how you guys are going to install it, that mm -hmm. you will add less or more water mm -hmm. into the mix. Mm -hmm. But technically speaking, scientifically speaking, exactly, it's compromising the mix of the product. Yes. But it's making your install work better yes so there's two ways to go about it they're right they're they're looking at it in the terms of strength they reach their optimal strength if you follow this procedure right in terms of whatever their criteria is so there's a min and a max kind of thing to the strength of the yes. adhesion yeah so think about it like if you use uh super glue and if you use a hot glue gun right there's a min max point where it will fail right so by overwatering, that failure point is a lot sooner than if you were to I put less it. water, right? Okay. So that's the thing. So now it depends on your application. If you're putting Schluter down, you don't need to have that much compressive strength. And if you do, the most important thing is that it's actually wet enough for it to adhere to the curdy board or to the drywall. Because if it's too dry, it's not going to stick. And But another important thing when it goes to the, to the uh, Detroit or the curdy board, that thing says design for flexing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that if you don't keep that consistency and you don't use a proper trowel, mm -hmm. you're not going to have the movement that you're supposed to have when you buy this product. 
So the only thing that fails isn't the product. It's the installer and the way he's putting it in that makes it really fail sometimes. It's, it's all in together, right? I mean, it's, a failure can happen at any point, right? It's, you got to look at it as a whole. It's, but there's a variety of factors here. You could actually have a bad tile. You can have a bad substrate. You can have a dusty tile. That's the you, most. Yeah. You so you can. Mean? So it's not but necessarily always the thin set. No. Right. See, thin sets. You know what? This is this is one thing. Thin set, but this is absolutely true with grout. Thin set. I believe you can you can add more water to thin set, and you will be. You can fine. compromise no thin problem. set. No problem. Okay. Okay. To a certain but extent. But this is we're talking about residential here. We're not talking about commercial exterior applications, commercial floors. Absolutely not. When you deal with commercial applications. A hundred percent, yes. But in terms of residential... Yeah, because there's different weight loads that has to carry. Exactly, right? Yeah. But when you deal with grout, if you do well, not follow... Yeah, and save that because I want to get into grout with you too. So I've been trying MAPE lately. Mm -hmm. I've been working with another, another tile company. Why do you company. call it MAPE? MAPE. How do you pronounce it? MAPE, like the typical... I right? pronounce it MAPE. Why do you... MAPE. I like to MAPE it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways i've never been really a mape guy um, no, I, <laughs> I don't use mape mm -hmm. but i have recently started to use it because of the tile company i'm working with mm -hmm. um, and you love it don't you well it's yeah, not do. it wasn't it wasn't my choice to go to but now you love it i don't love it but i don't mind it at all mm -hmm. like now i'll actually you'll take I will, it to dinner i will use it mm -hmm. and uh they have had a couple pro, a pro a products with grout that I think that their grout is the best grout out in mm -hmm. the market. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying all their grouts are, but one particular one, but we'll get back into grout after. Here's a I'm, little footnote. I get a call from this guy, Carlito. Mm -hmm. uh, can you give me that uh, grout selection, Cardi thing, whatever? The chart, the chicklets? The chart, the yeah, chicklets from, from, like from, from Matt Pay. I need it. I can't, I can't get it. Can you get one? I make a few phone calls and I get him one. Here you go, here you go. <laughs> I got together with him and go, here you go, here you go. It was like drug dealer or something like that. <laughs> So he's got a map pay chiclets. Uh, yeah, I was looking for the epoxy because we wanted to do some epoxy, right? And then I found out that uh, map pay carries uh, whatever you carry in grout. You yes. can carry an epoxy. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of cool. It's not like a selective few colors. You mm -hmm. actually get to choose the whole all selection. the colors. Yeah. So that was that was a great turning point for my relationship with map pay. <laughs> um, you know me. I've always been a tech guy. Yeah, um, I used to be too. So I used to use non-modified and modified, mm -hmm. um, but I just found that, that mm -hmm. people always get it mixed up. So I, I like to get into that a little bit with you. Too. Sure. We'll get into uh, that, but we I, have a little segment to do first. Well, I, okay. Then we'll go back right into it. <laughs> so I want to ask, I want to get into the whole, like, why okay. are we still using unmodified products? I don't. We don't. We don't need it I to don't. anymore. But we'll get into that. You want to get into that? I do. Yes. You I do or you don't? No, I do want to get into it. I do. It. You know what? It's, yes, Schluter before, even the beginning, it was, must be unmodified. And it, to people who are thinking, this and is going to fail. I was still using modified so then. So this is the thing. I Okay, I but did. the two differences for people that don't know about it is once, and one is a, a chemical dry and yes. one's an air dry. Yes. So for the longest time in this industry, you needed to know when to layer it and how to layer it. Mm -hmm. So... Usually the non-modified always went on the bottom, mm -hmm. unless on plywood. Then the modified would go on the plywood. Yes. Now and, and that let's get to our segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna so say hi to Mark from Skylux right go. now. Oh, there we That's go. That's part of our segment. 
Skylux Roofing. Thanks so much, Mark, for letting us use the Skylux Studios here at the Skylux Workshop. That's in right. Your Skylux Roofing business. You guys are killing it. Absolutely. So Skylux is well. Not today. It was raining today, but yeah. But have you stuff. seen what he does? The ACM, the work. Yeah, the roof, like everything. he doesn't. Like I don't think we really uh, represent him solid. well enough. He oh. doesn't just do roofs. He doesn't just do flat roofs. This guy's work is above and beyond. So Portuguese, what do you expect? Technically, he's, he's, he's mixed. Portuguese and Italian. <laughs> technically, this show is brought to you by Skylux. <laughs> <laughs> So we are talking to Omid at thetileguy.gta on IG. Then we've got him on email, which is thetileguygta at gmail.com. Is that correct? Thetileguy.gta at gmail.com. That's what I said. Okay. Uh, 647-716-5062. You got three sixes in there. Lucifer. Ooh, six, six, six. <laughs> I like the this. number of the beast. <laughs> Sacrifice. And it's also known as the Tile Guy Inc. Ba, 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 ba. Bra, bra. No, That's no, no, who no. we are talking with. And so we have to do our segment, our second segment of the Building show. Building Code Talk with Manny. Take a guess, Carlito, what we're going to talk about on Building Code. Whoa. It's going to be uh, the allowance of height from tile. Ooh. No. It's going to be the size of the trowel for the size of the tile. Minimum subfloor thicknesses for tile install, according to the OBC, the Ontario Building Code. What is the minimum subfloor thickness for tile install? There's keywords there. Sub, what'd you say? 11 sixteenths. Nope. Okay, so this. Wait, no, you're going to be surprised. You're going to be very surprised on this one. Double three quarter. No. What? It's changed. The minimum subfloor thickness. Thickness for tile. There's keywords here. Subfloor. Okay. What's and your joist span? First of all, it, that's not. It's 16 inch on center. Okay. Minimum thickness for tile is one and one eighth. That's you have to do a minimum of five eighths mm -hmm. subfloor. Yep. And a minimum of half inch some sort of cement backer board. That's what they're called. Okay, that's, it used to be double three quarter. Yeah, so that's the minimum standard, right? So now our question is that we're so used to new construction being three quarter ply, yeah, mm -hmm. right, on TGIs. That's right. And then we use a Schluter product, an uncoupling membrane, which right. is only what eighth inch thick. Yep. But it behaves like a four foot sand bed. Yes, it does, and that's where I, I guess it gets away with the OBC because you're not getting to one and one eighth. Here's another question for you guys: Do you have to caulk? C-A-U-L-K, and we are planning a, a podcast on caulking, which I'm really interested in because we're going to talk about caulking for 90 You're going to be talking about caulk the whole time. <laughs> do you have to caulk between tile joint and bathtub? According to the Ontario Building Code, do you have to? I don't yes. care if they say yes or no, I do. They say yes, you have to. Okay. I, don't do. agree. I don't agree with it. What? I do. I, because it's according to you, the uh, CANCGI, whatever standards. Mm -hmm. So, and there has to be a mildew resistant sealing compound for tub and tile. It has to be 100% silicone. Yeah, it has to yeah. be 100% silicone. So, between walls and bathtub. No, it can be caulking. No. Because no. you can use silicone caulking and it behaves the same way. Mm -mm. Yeah. Good luck. Get that wet for a long period of time and then tell me. I'll. It's never failed me. Here's something that's interesting as part of the OBC, uh, part nine, of course, section 30-5.1 regarding materials. Can you guys tell me what substrate can you use to lay tile on top of? That's actually cleared by the OBC. Plywood. There's, plywood. A, there's a few of them here. Yep. So you've got plywood. Concrete, concrete board. Concrete. Rubber. 
Rubber. There's thin sets that don't bond to rubber. So. I'm just saying, according to the OBC, get this. Wait, so how does asphalt? <laughs> when you're saying rubber, do you mean like a waterproofing membrane that it you roll on? It says rubber. I'm assuming waterproofing membrane. Okay. So we got asphalt, mm-hmm. rubber, vinyl, asbestos. Okay, asphalt. Why I don't believe. Why the fuck is Which... the Ontario Building Code approving vinyl asbestos? Do you because have... they don't want you to peel it up. Yeah. So they want you to build on top of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then unbacked vinyl or vinyl with an inorganic type backing. These are all approved. Like you That's can, pure hack, man. I, is this, this 2016 building code? This is 2016. And this is this is the minimum. Guys, keep on. This is minimum. We're no, not doing maximum. We're not. We're not we attacking should do a construction you. We're attacking like, the, I don't the minimum the code. Yeah. But I'm just saying we should actually do a maximum construction life OBC. Well, I wanted to mention in high rise condos, the tar always fails in the condos. And we have to completely peel it off and acid etch it to peel, peel off all the tar before we can put the thin set down. I just thought that was kind of interesting mm. information. Building code talk with Manny. Thank Excellent. you very much, very, Carlito. I'm getting very personal with this. I'm like really <laughs> hating that I heard well, those things. I just want to let everybody know that if they're not familiar with the environment here outside of the guests that have been here, normally on an, an average podcast, actually for every single podcast we've ever had, Carlito has like a stack of papers around him. Occasionally you'll hear it fall. And it'll be in the background. But today's show, he doesn't have any papers at all, making me nervous. Oh, there they are. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking to Omid at the tileguy.gta, the tileguy.gta at gmail.com, 647-716-5062. It's the tile guy inc mm-hmm. incorporated yes let's get back to tiling and we were talking about modified unmodified well i was getting pick your to, poison i was getting to I, I was using tech i've been using tech for decades uh i ended up How going to you? i ended up <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty old i ended up going for tech 47 and it was that sounds like a toothpaste it really helped out <laughs> all my guys like all my guys didn't have to think about bringing me the right thin set or screwing up and bringing me the wrong the one. Yeah. yeah, that get, really helped. But get, I get, really, but I really, I know we're going to the point of like you know modified and non-modified and what you know it. we could just use modified. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but I think they have their place in a commercial level. Let's talk custom residential. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I did want to say one more thing. Like when it came to color, I really like using the gray for all my Schluter product because if I ever have to do a cleanup or pull something out, mm-hmm. I know when I'm hitting well, you see the Schluter when you, product. If you got any air pockets, you can yeah. see what the gray. Yeah. And true. I like to, I like to skim the, the floor completely and I don't always like to use the white. So But you, you bring up a really good point. I guess all three of us are Schluter guys. Yeah. Yes. Anybody here at the table waterproof with anything else? Yeah, I do. What are you I, using? Because uh, I, I deal with blue collar and I work with different GCs. So what are you using, air? So, no. <laughs> um, I, I, always convince, I always convince them or I'll walk away from the job. If I see a rubber pan, I'm gone. Schluter is typically the shower pan. It's typically like the waterproofing in the pan area. Are you a foam tray guy or a dry pack? You're a dry pack guy. Absolutely. Well, means a try. He's I'm always a, been a dry pack guy. I've oh, been nice. a dry pack guy only because a lot of the projects I go into, I don't have a pan I can drop in. And but the pan is so easy to use. I know, but I don't like cutting the sides because you got to build them up, and then you don't have that perfectly level outside edge. Know. But if you're doing a standard 32 by 60, boom, drop it, offset center. I think no? when you've done. Dry pack as long as you and I have. Man, I have. It, I've done it for what eight years. It's not really long. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, but I know. But when you're Cardino's doing it, done it for eighty years. When you're yeah. doing it, all you do is tile. I swear, if yeah. you see historical pictures from Vienna or something like that, it's it's him. Hi. 
in um, the picture. No, but when you just do tiles, like I do, I do everything. Like I'm, you know, like yeah. a GC. You're like I'm you like lay a GC. tile. You lay tile all the time. Yeah. So like your numbers are higher. So yeah. you you're doing it more often than than most people. So what are the benefits? So outside of cutting the foam and not making it fit perfectly to your shape of the the, mm-hmm. the shower area, what are the benefits? Or time. It's faster to do dry pack. And well, cheaper. No, 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 no. It's not faster. I'm saying the reason why people stick with the foam is they don't have to think about anything. You can have your helper do their, your, basically your dry pack, right? You basically put thin set down, make sure the substrate is level, press down, and walk away. That's a key point, level you said. The thing is, I've never been to a job except yours where the floor is actually level. Well, not so, this one you're coming up at. So that's the thing. <laughs> now, your substrate's never level. You're going to spend time to try and level it off your pan, right? And to get your perfect slope and this and that. For me, it's easier for me to put the pitch that I feel comfortable works with the specific tile. I know it's solid. It's, it's not foam. Man, put, punch foam. What's going to happen to it? Yeah, but once you lay it with tile, it's... Okay, but... 90% of the jobs, you're going to put foam down. And people are kneeling on it. And people are kneeling on it. Yeah. You're going to drop something on it. That's the one problem it. I have with the foam tray. So the way we do ours is we dry pack, we do everything, no problem. But the minute that we waterproof that, nobody is in that area until the tile is in. That's right. Right? But these pans now come with the membrane on it. Well, you can attach to it. But yeah. it's got the foam already there. So you put your knee on it. It's already depressed. It's already depressed. Now you're going to put your foam. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, just I, like did, I did a dry pack, pack one time for Omi just to get ahead of the game there. And he came back and he goes, holy fuck. How much water did you put in here? <laughs> <laughs> I got too tired, man. It was like too thick. Well, yeah. Oh, it, it, can, it can behave like Portland if, if you put well, too much water. Well, it is Portland and sand. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like when you're troweling it out, yeah, it could actually it be port- like a concrete slab instead yeah. of dry pack and like feathering it mine wasn't like a snow like it wasn't like a baseball yeah this guy flipped the bucket and the thing (laughs) stayed the look of the bucket for sure holy shit i was like (laughs) it doesn't need to be that dry it doesn't matter if dry is in the word it was like moist pack it's it's pretty (laughs) crazy it is pretty crazy how little water you need as Mm -hmm. long as you've done it right Mm -hmm. um i've done it right i was just lazy that day that's all Another the amount thing, of skimming I, I had to do. <laughs> another reason I like the dry pack is too is the drains are never centered. So the drains, what do you mean? A no, lot of, a lot of times guys never I know, but there's a lot of hack work out there. And Oh, uh, I mean for the okay, yeah, because they come already yeah. supposed to be centered drain. Yeah, that's true. So I get to I get to do it. I I really do like the dry pack myself. I find it's really cheap. I go buy, you know, four or five bags for five bucks a piece and I'm done in two hours. And I just come back the next day, mm-hmm. and I'm rocking and rolling again. Okay, so I'm curious. Mm. What if Schluter did not exist? What would you guys be using? Well, you would use the rubber liner. What else would no. it be? Because Schluter is the first one that started this. So what would you be using if it wasn't Schluter they, didn't exist? They this, came up this with is, this, this memory. This is the crazy part. This is the crazy part. When I started, when I was a kid, in and Vienna? I'm 48, I'm a man now, and it's been 30 really? years in this business, I'm not joking. It's always been there for me, so I've never known anything else. Schluter? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just saying, what if Schluter didn't exist? What would you be using? Well, yeah. Look how they did it before. Well, it, it'd be three they things. It'd be a rubber or liner. Use, or they use the hot mop, which they don't do here in the yeah. U.S. Which is a tar. Yeah. You're going to use a fiberglass or acrylic pen. Pen, yeah. And they always fail. They crack, they shift, they collapse. Mm. That's my opinion. I don't put them in. Anytime someone wants me to put it in, I go, just go get someone that does hotels. Bye. 
and I walk away from it because I don't want any failure. Do you handle all your customer service? Yeah. Um, no, I'm just being honest. This is, a, this is a platform for us to be honest with, with yeah. our experiences, right? Apparently too honest. Um, uh, okay. What are, we got a lot to talk about still. Wait, so, hang on, hang on a second. Let's what? go to, let's go to custom. I want to cover all the thin sets first. I thought we talked so custom, about custom. Well, custom's new in the, not new in the game. They, they were always the Home Depot. Yeah. But now they're kind of, I guess they're kind of rebranding themselves. There's a lot of guys on Instagram are starting to do the change and try it out. Right. Why not? They're saying, Hey, we'll give you free bags. Try this out. So people try it out. I guess they like it. It's very creamy. But it's um, it's also very it's, tough. Like it's very good. It is a good it is product. A, it is a good product. It is. Yeah. I actually like Versabon. It works very well. The yeah. sand is there. The good thing with the Versabon is um, it really likes ceramic tile. It stays wet. Versabon. That's a Home Depot product. Yeah, it's custom. Yeah, it's, blend. it's a custom, custom blend. blend. Oh, it's it's the best one they have. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, well, they have they the have Megalite, right? And the Megalite, yeah. But that stuff is uh, will eat your tools. I can't tell you the last time I actually bought a bag of Thinset from a big box store. I just find that it's so expensive. Like, I've built yeah. a relationship up with the tile companies that I deal mm -hmm. with. Unless a homeowner actually gives it to me, I would never go and buy that Thinset from a I box don't, store. See, that's funny that you say that. Any Thinset or grout... You, that usually wouldn't that it make sense gives, that the tile person purchase it yeah the thing is too you don't know where they got it you don't know oh, how, yeah, when how where was the stored bag was open where it was stored True. well so. and and leading to storage i think that nobody's talked about this and i've been i've been trying to make it i've been trying to share this experience with everyone mm -hmm. is that when you buy a bag of a thin set mm -hmm. always check the date Mm -hmm. Because literally after three months mm -hmm. of it sitting on the shelf, mm -hmm. it's lost its shelf life. Mm -hmm. So now you're applying a thin set or mixing a thin set that's no longer working properly. Know. So how much it's, longer after the shelf life does it, it have will floor work, life? But it won't be at the strength it won't be at that which product. stated yeah. at, on the bag. So I'm just saying yeah. people should read and not just get a leftover inventory yeah. before they use it. If you're a pro, that's what you're going to look for. And you're going to let you're going to let the companies know that you're dealing with that you're not going to take old product. I mean, to be very honest, a bag of thin set is what on average? 25 bucks a bag? No. I don't know. What you you go to a big box thing? store, it could be 58 bucks. No, okay. Our trade, our trade pricing. Our trade prices trade go between pricing? trade pricing. 25 well, to 35 Thank you. Bucks. That's what I was expressing. I was expressing trade pricing. Yeah. Okay. So 25 bucks, if you got a half a bag, and shelf life is a month away or whatever, just get rid of the bag of it if it's done. I don't give a shit. Buy a new bag. No? Yeah, I don't hang oh, on to I see, don't hang on to Thinset anymore. I, th oh, I, I throw do, it away we, right away. Well, the thing is, he goes do through it so day, much of it. That's why. Like in the back of my van, I have almost any color of grout for my pay. But this is all you do and you should. Yeah. Because yeah. we the thing is, I know we're going to go through. I know the colors that we're going to go through. There's no even if we have an open bag in the back of the van, in a week or two, it's gone. Grout especially. So every grout, every time we buy grout, it's twenty-five pound bags because it, it's always going to be frost, charcoal. What else is there? The black, the white, and I'm surprised Benjamin Moore hasn't gotten into the game and started calling Chantilly lace grout. Well, uh, yeah. flex, flex That's tile. That's a frost. It's actually a frost. A frost. Flex tile does frost. carry dyes, and I've used them. Uh -huh. And you can you're putting it into the mix. You can dye your you can dye your grout afterwards, or you can uh, dye it. Why can't we just do epoxy? Epoxy. Yeah, epoxy. Well, epoxy. epoxy. Poxy's dangerous no? too. No. Why? What, what are you using? I'm using uh, 
CQ? Ultra Cool FA. Ultra, uh, that's even well, better. Can we Ultra wait? Clip? Can we get it, cover all the grouts? I mean, all the uh, th thin sets? Uh, what are the thin sets you want to talk about? The Carlito thin set? What's going no, on? No, well, there's other things to talk about with thin set before we get too far into the grout because I know we'll get lost in the grout in no time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so two of my big pet peeves, guys that are laboring for me never clean my buckets. And you should clean your own buckets. I always First of clean all. my own buckets. Okay, and even when I have laborers, I yeah. still have to go clean my yeah, own buckets. Like, does the surgeon do the final stitching up or what? No. Okay. It's, it's together. No, it's not. Sure it is. Surgeon puts the hands up, gone, boom, nurses come in. No, that's not a good surgeon then. <laughs> no, you, you know what? This is, this is teamwork. You know, doctors are one thing. I agree with this you. This is teamwork. I agree. I, I think, mean, I you, think the whole crew should clean up. At the everybody. End. Because but okay, that, that the, brings up a good point. Are you leaving the bucket dirty and just going to break it up in the morning? Or are you going to no. leave it clean at night? So it depends. See, we usually end our days basically when the bucket is done. If for whatever reason there's a little bit extra... If it's a lot, we'll dump majority of it, but we'll leave the le less than quarter we leave in the bucket. Just to break it in the morning. And the next morning, tap the back of the bucket, and away you go. What about yeah. all this? What about all the cool kids using this Beastmaster or whatever crap and bullshit? Apparently, it's two hundred dollars for one of those. That things. condom. Okay. That condom, right? Yeah. So I bought I bought a little spinner. <laughs> it's a condom made a for condom? cleaning buckets. Yeah. It's amazing. But what's even better is I bought one of those old school back rubbing scrubbers uh -huh. and i just wash my loofah? bucket a yeah loofah brush a big long one it's like two really? feet long and i that's just actually clever i yeah. just clean the bucket and i take my sponge i clean it i mean you have sponges it. there that's know? clever i like that yeah. idea yeah and it goes a long way the guys that i know that tile every day have bought it and say this is the stupidest thing and this makes no sense what are you talking it's about? funny the, the bucket the condom the thing? condom bucket it's funny the videos that you see of these guys they're like look it's like a half a bucket of thin set that they flip over what are you doing with a half a bucket of thin set <laughs> finish money. the job so you don't have yeah. half a bucket left someone wants the full bucket for but, what reason so it's not but a good product I mean, maybe guys that do it once in a while that have one or two buckets in their truck and they don't have space for multiple sure Right? If you need that clean bucket. Dude, so, I have 10 buckets in my truck at all times. Yeah. And one thing I hate is all these tile guys always tell me, ah, just throw it out. You know what the fucking the first thing they do mm. is try to steal my bucket. But I have Construction Life stickers on mine. And I go, give me my bucket back before I rip your eye out. How many stickers <laughs> did I give you? I have enough, okay? <laughs> And did you give me enough? That's the question. No, we have to make more because everybody wants to get tagged the construction life. Can we move on to like grout? Well, can do you think we've covered everything in thin set that anyone could learn about this? Because well, I think it's, it's, it's so important. You need to, you know what? The best thing to do is buy the bag that you think that, you know, people might say it's working for them and whatever and try it out. Try it out for yourself. Mix it the way that it's stated or as do you feel comfortable the following day, take it up, okay? So, like, the same thing. Like, Manny and I, we said before, with unmodified, with Schluter, we haven't done. I, myself, have used, we use modified for Schluter. I will not use their thin set. Okay. Anyways. I'm talking about modified thin no, set. No, no, no. Modified okay. versus okay. non-modified right. so, thin sets. I've always used modified. Grab unmodified thin set. Get your curdy band. Try put it on. on your screw. Yeah. Right? And put it on. So do it with a modified and unmodified. Peel the two, both of them the next day. Watch how fast you'll peel the unmodified compared to the modified. And from there, you can figure out what you want to do. 
I know, and now but this is a product that was told to us by the beginning not mm-hmm. to be used with Curdy. Okay, mm-hmm. but there's something I need to say. Something also is that the non-modified, you know, it's drying. Where the modified is staying so wet. So the thing is this: Schluter has got the fleece. That fleece is thick. There's air and move still allowed to go in and around that when it's for it to, for it to dry. How else? So how will it? Uh, the unmodified, how would the modified dry then? Well, how is an- that possible? I w- another thing I want to lead to is that the non-modified is definitely more sandy than the modified. And that's the problem. You don't get a bond. I know, but we're talking about structural again. And since that's the base, it's really important to stay structural. So because we're not chemists and we're not engineers. But are the you way- saying that the unmodified is stronger than the modified? I think the unmodified is stronger because it's designed to take weight, load, and flexibility. But we're not talking- because sand is designed for flexing. It I it agree twists. with you. I agree with you. But so have, there you have go. You ever that done goes a- based off the thin set now. Have you ever yeah. done that test? Have you ever just done like just a test and dr- let it cure for the day both I, sides both I, I have totally i'm totally aware of what exactly he's saying because uh, i've had to go back and clean other people's work up even my my own sometimes like something get changes and mm-hmm. i rip it up and i notice that it doesn't stick as good as modified wood mm-hmm. but i never change that unless it's like why that's why i use the 487 i found that it's been pr- it's been uh, it's been stamped by it, schluter it, yeah. and it's a non-modified modified so yeah it's, I got the best of both worlds in it, right? Do you know what an unmodified modified is? It's a modified inset. <laughs> yeah, but one's, one's an, still a chemical and one's an air. So like... No, the, no the it's chemical, a hybrid. That's what it is. It's a hybrid. That's all it's it more is. Glue, so, it's more glue. It's more lacimers. Yeah, but it's, just try it. That's the best thing to do. I, all right, so before we get into grouts, because we may even not get to grouts... Because you keep on pushing grouts off. Mm. No, 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 no. There's so much to talk about grout. I want to talk about failures. What kind of failure? Okay, so I personally have had failures with glass mosaics on a Schluter waterproofing. You can't. You can't because you have to use a specific thin set for glass. Yes. But it did not adhere. So I ended up using Granny Rapid and it stuck like forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, it was harder to work with, but that works. So I want to talk about failures. So if you're talking about modified, non-modified products against porcelain, ceramic, marbles, or whatever, mm-hmm. where are the failures? So this is the thing: glass. That was a good thing you brought up. Translucent glass and Schluter don't like each other. No, they okay. hate each other. So, so like Croatians and Portuguese. So, <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, the thing. Shit. So now, why? why I just you th- beat you to it. That's all. You're <laughs> gonna say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it a different way. So look, you have two problems. One doesn't like the other. So how can you make it so that the thing that works with your tile works with, let's say, the Schluter? Why don't you skim your Schluter? I was due. With a plenty patch with a thin set before that sets once that's set now you can use whatever you want yep. to adhere your glass to that substrate do you concur with that there captain it's I a, do. it's okay. a simple thing right it's not too much thinking involved you just gotta step back and see okay this doesn't work with this this work with this does these two go together yes done but we also so, we also agree that every professional in this industry has said that the best for porcelain or glass is a sanded, more sanded product than it is more modified uh, with less sand. No, I would say no. no it will scratch for, for glass. I would say a rapid setting thin set would be the best for glass. 
I that's was my experience. I've always been told that the more sand, the better have, it, it adheres to it. That's why I liked when you said at the but beginning, glass got no pores. You, that's what the mesh you're talking about, though. Yes, glass with Sorry. mesh. Well, paper. I never, I never do trust the backing of what any about paper glass face? tiles. Paper face glass. I don't trust that either. And if I do, I usually use glue. So I'm a glue guy. We could talk about glue. I don't touch. Uh, there's there's three different kinds of glue. There's water. You're talking about mastic. Yeah. yeah. People so, still make mastic. Yes. So there there's three different types of glue, but we need to talk about it because you can't there's, use glue in a shower. No, I'm not saying in a shower, but I am saying most of the time you're using glass mosaics. It's going to be in a shower or well, backsplash. Backsplash. So I have had to do glue? a couple commercial mastic? restaurants, really? and what they made me do is the engineer scoped. Uh, uh, they basically made me. Take a glue and do the whole, like I made a, a shower vanity. I mean, shower vanity. <laughs> uh, a vanity. vanity yeah. uh, and I tiled all of it with one by ones. They made me Yuck. use a mastic that was made for it. There is a mold and mildew free uh, a mastic. I, I can't agree with you. Which dude. is mastic does Which not, is glue. Mastic does not belong in any tile application. Backsplashes. Mastic will bond better to tile than cement if it doesn't get wet. Yes. If you get drywall and you use mastic on any, let's say a small, let's say you peel it right off the skin, six by six tile. Okay. And I've seen this because we've demoed a good example is any, um, a lot of the high rises in the eighties and nineties, well, maybe late nineties, all mastic. It was mastic, right? Yeah. So, we talked about that with the young guy. He, they were putting it on the floor too. Yeah, exactly. So, and the funny thing is we just did a demo job today and the guy used, he I guess he ran out of thin set and he started using mastic. But when we were chipping it out, it was a lot harder to chip the mastic than with the cement because it bonds a lot better to the concrete floor. But if it gets wet, it loses its bond strike. It turns back into glue. And it tears the skin of the paper off. It tears it exactly yeah. right. So and it, it turns the compound back to putty. Yeah. Exactly. We, we so were told by somebody. I'm trying to remember who it was, but they tell us that some guy was using PL to install all the tiles, and we're like, "What? Slabs? No, it wasn't slabs. <laughs> it was tiles and stuff." Like, and did you know that Carlito told me that PL is used on the space shuttle? Eh? Mm-hmm. You still haven't looked it up, but you keep <laughs> on talking. Um, another really important thing since we're on Mastic, and I don't want to lose this thought. Why do you like Mastic so much, dude? I'm so against it's, it. We need to talk about a couple things here. Sure. So You bring it up and discuss it. So one of the things <laughs> is is I, I saw a guy the other day. He brings me glass tiles, mm-hmm. and then he brings me some porcelain tiles, and then he gives me a cheap glue and he says i want you to put this on i say do you see it says ceramic on there does it say porcelain because porcelain's still in the glass family mm-hmm. but that's the difference like don't buy a glue because it's ten dollars cheaper and use it for glass or for porcelain because no. it's not going to adhere as the same this as is the my more argument expensive. like the, whatever adhesion you're using it's not big t- like what's the most expensive adhesion that you can use for a tile stone application what's the most you'll ever spend even a wrap a set bag maybe with the what's the like trade price 75 bucks at the most well, they <laughs> that, have that's even higher bags. than what i was going to say they have well they 50 have bucks. x77 retails so for like are you 90. really going to take a chance on like 50 a square tile or marble or porcelain or mosaic yeah. and use some sort of 10 dollar mastic bullshit and, and now another th- really important thing is for the Americans and Australians and, and Europeans listening to us right now, they, they don't even use the half of these products because they're just doing a scratch coat and then they're doing a Portland right onto the tile mm-hmm. and just beating it into place and it never moves. Mm-hmm. 
but uh, they're doing a proper... But we're, this is in Canada. Could, what yeah. we're doing here is for Canada. Specifically in Toronto, yeah. idiots are still using the wire mesh. What What is that? Guys, please that's tell Tro- me that. That's a Toronto thing. That's strictly a Toronto lazy bullshit so, thing. So the only time I find... Okay, so if we can kind of skip from that to chicken wire, because chicken wire has always been a pet peeve of mine. The only time I use chicken wire are for... Three, Chickens. For three things. <laughs> uh, one, if I'm using a self-leveler that... Doesn't have any do bonding. Mean, do you mean metal lath? Yeah, or metal okay. lath. I call You're it chicken wire. You're still using Sorry. that too. Only for special, like for certain self levelers that have been have handed to, to you me. You have to. Hang Not on. all of them. I gotta, get an, I gotta get another brush here. I'm painting a really fucked up picture of you, man. You're using mastic and you're using chicken wire and you're using fucking scratch coat. Yeah, man. Why? Because there's commercial jobs that have been priced out. And the materials and the materials are supplied. And that's what they want installed. Another Can thing, you say failure? Okay, so hang on a second. Because Omid's going to agree with me here. Uh, when it comes to lath wire, well, I call it chicken metal wire. wire. Uh, chicken wire is different than metal yeah, wire. I, yeah, it's a, it's a lot larger. It's yeah, like, and it's circulars, right? Yeah, it's true. I only use it for self-leveler. Which you have to. with Uncertain products, yep. not all. Majority. Yeah. Uh, or if I'm going to do a sand bed mix sometimes, which a, a dry pack, mm-hmm. some guys use thin set trowels. Mm-hmm. But some guys th- how use... thick are you making that sand bed, sand bed mix? You're not making it one. You're not. Like... No, no, no. It will never be thin. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. No, my minimum is like an inch and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. That's and proper. Then, and then there's one other place. I put it in places where mice want to come in so they can chop their arms off. <laughs> but I can't handle it. The other day I saw a guy, I walked into a house and I you can't handle and I all the, the guy mice and he, dying. And he says, Hey, listen, I know you're going to do the, the, the washroom upstairs, but I hired this guy down the street. He's planning to do the front foyer. And I looked down and I'm like, Was there a chicken lath here? Lath wire? And he's like, uh, Yeah. And he's going to do it again. And I'm like, it's Why? Because the OSB? <laughs> and I'm like, Listen, you know what? Get a quarter inch of any kind of ply. Put it over top, screw it down, glue it, start with your Schluter again. And on that note, we have Carlito's Green Book talk. Ooh, hi. A green book. Don't Why? worry. Just say, you, just, wasn't it black before? No, just say 550. Hey, for you, it's always black. <laughs> <laughs> just say 550, Omid. 550, that's all. You know, in my neighborhood, they called me beige. <laughs> and I got probably more tracksuits than anyone know. <laughs> So we're always doing a minimum. Right now, we've been going through minimum requirements on the job site. Uh oh. So, so right now, there's an inspector. Second second offenses? uh, No, not yet. Oh. Inspector comes on your job site. Mm -hmm. First offense is going to be how much? And here it is. Money. Constructor failing to make written measures and procedures available to every employee on project. Huh? Say that again. Constructor failing to make written measures and procedures available to every employee on the project you come on the job site you don't get the paperwork 500 bucks it's usually like 550 but how much do you think it is i'm gonna say 250. no it's 550 bob (laughs) bob's your uncle (laughs) no but but the point of that lesson is and that's a first offense is that if you're a gc or you're working on a site they need to give you this stuff so that you're aware of what's going on site right and that was carlito's green book 
550. <laughs> We're talking to Omid at thetileguy.gta, thetileguy.gta at gmail.com. Correct, Amanda. 647-716-5062. With the three sixes, right? Ah, Lucifer. The six, Tile Guy six, Inc. Six. Inc. 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 Thank you. There's only one Tile Guy Inc. out there. The other guy? I don't know who that guy is. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> no, I do not. Never hire, never work, never want. I don't care. Never be I, on the show. Before we get into grout, and I know you guys are totally horny for grout. <laughs> yeah, the grout. This um, is, how we, about, let's, how about, talk let's talk grout. about self-levelers. We kind of went Whoa. from thin set. We we should have started with self levelers and substrates. Why do you want to go self levelers? Because warm I think us it's up before you go to levelers. Come on. I, uh, I think it's important. <laughs> I think I, I mean I yeah. use self levelers on sure. every really single simple. project. Call Paul and order Lafarge Geely Screen. Yeah, in large <laughs> jobs. Okay, so let's get in realistic now, and uh, we're doing a, a washroom job. What kind a, of self levelers? Ten do you by like? ten is a large job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Okay, fine. What kind of who has self levelers? Because I'm hearing from everybody from does. Everybody Ardex, does. no? Every, yeah, Ardex, I, Ardex is the one I use because you don't yeah, need the I do too. I've, I've used Mapay's product, but we were talking about Tom. Nova Plan, Nova Plan Plus. Nova Plan, yeah, yeah. I use that too. What I'm trying to get to is most guys will spend, they'll take an extra two bags and they'll back butter all their tiles up to like three quarters or an inch. That makes mm-hmm. no sense, man. And they'll be back buttering and filling up the floor instead of just coming in the day before, doing this dry pack and then dropping a bag or two of self-leveler, yeah. walking away, going to get the material, come back, and it's it's ready for you to, to lay a new f- yeah, substrate. Le- honestly, like leveler, like it's leveler. Like for us, we, if there's gonna be mosaic on the floor, sure, we're putting a leveler down because it's gonna make your life easier. It's flat, it's ready to go, right? If you're using large tile, if you have to build up, dry pack. You know what I mean? If you have that three-quarter build up you need to do, I would always rather dry pack than put leveler because the cost difference between a leveler and dry pack is maybe five times the difference. You dry pack. Yeah, but it, you're also spending a lot more time on your knees and on the ground. It depends. Yeah, that's true as well. That's and you got to well. kind of balance that cost out, right? Like me yeah. being on the ground for two hours doing lath and scratch coating yeah. it, leveling it, lasering it, making it. Per- I could just drop a couple bags down and. See, yeah. It's true, but the thing is too, it's a lot more messy too with the leveler. You know, you need a large bucket. You got to make sure everything is covered, nothing gets splashed. And one thing too, you got to watch out. These older homes that are ninety plus years old, the ones that have their their diagonal uh, boards, diagonal boards. Okay, have fun trying to seal that and not have the leveler go downstairs. I usually always put a substrate okay. on top of that. Yes, I, but still, because it'll go in between the cracks. Right? That's where you down. get spray foam. In between the new layer of flooring that you put on top, there's a chance that it'll go through there, right? Ardex so. carries the patch. Yeah. Usually I'll patch, patch all that stuff. And that's what you're supposed to And do. then I do the self-leveler yeah. on top of that. And it, it makes a huge difference. And I can ramp up whatever I need to. Yeah. But majority of the time, the reason why you're using leveler is because you don't want to build up the floor. That's well, right. Right? So. And and this is all about education. It's not really about what you and me do yeah. every day, but presenting it to. I mean, I use it. I do actually mm-hmm. use self leveler. Like sometimes I don't even talk to the uh, the homeowner about it because mm-hmm. if I start talking about self leveler, the first thing they want to do is say, "Oh, I don't want to pay for that." So what? You're gonna pay for me to be on my knees for with two extra bags? No, but you guys went in for a scope of work. So yeah, that's why I say I don't talk about it. I just add it into my mix of what my needs you are. Yeah, think about I, the time saving too, right? True. So, 
I mean, a lot of the time, oh, man, I forgot to think. I, we need some leveler here. I'm not going to go to the homeowner and say, by the way, we need four bags of leveler. It's going to cost us much more. It's your, you should have thought of that. I should have seen that. If I missed it out, it's on me. Yeah, that's why I always bring it. I bring a laser and yeah. a measuring tape and I mark it out on the floor and I'm good to go. Can we finally talk about kraut? Mm-hmm. Sure, let's Grout. go to kraut. But I would about- like to talk about waterproofing still after this. Oh, we talked about waterproofing. No, I want I to talk about the blue and the green and the red and like if you guys like it. Red guard? Yeah, I Aqua just want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I go think ahead. It's in- we just spoke about it. I wanted to see <laughs> Manny fail. Everything failed for Manny. Has, has any of that stuff failed for you? I don't trust I've it. I've used all of them with the red guard, with the liquid applied. It's the bonding to your wall that I find is the issue. So like with Red Guard, you need two layers with yeah, a roller, sure. certain nap roller to get, I believe it's a two mil thickness. If you grab the corner of whatever wall application it did and you pull it, it's going to pull right off like a sheet of... of I've never anything. seen that happen. Try it out. Roll to do as they say. But I also use Durabond in my shower areas. I wouldn't have any normal CGC products if... Even it's at the, the minimum. Sand, it, that's, the, that's the issue with that. For me, it's not necessary. Anytime I use do Schluter, anything, I'll always get the waterproofing liquid applied and put it on the edges. That's just me. It's actually, you're not supposed to because actually I believe it avoids the warranty from Schluter. So why are you doing that? So the reason why I'm doing that is in case I, for whatever reason, did not, let's say if my helper or myself, the cement, let's say, when you squeeze out the cement from the corners, sometimes you might, you know, squeeze too much. Too out, much. Right? So if you do that, there's a chance that it's a corner of it might be, you know, left loose, right? And you walking around, you might, you know, it, it might be exposed, right? There's a chance for water to get in behind the tile, and I don't want it to go into the corner. So what I do is I waterproof the edges so that I know the edges of it is bonded to the wall. So that means there's no way for water to go in through there. And one thing too is capillary action, right? So a lot of guys, they'll do their waterproofing, but they won't wipe down the edges of their schluter, their band. So if you wet, if you put water on cement, it's gonna suck the moisture, right? To wherever it's dry. So now you have dry thin set in behind. If you pour water, someone actually did this, they tested it, where you get a piece of, of, um, of curry band, and let's say you don't wipe it, you wet the area that's exposed, and you wait, I don't know, half an hour, then pull off that curdy band, in behind will get wet because the, it will wick through. Mm-hmm. So if you don't wipe that, then there's a chance for that to happen. So if you wipe it, and on top of that, you waterproof the edges, there's no water that's going to go in behind. Well, that's just my way of doing it, and that's the only way that so we do it. I just want to speak up about the reason. There's two reasons why I don't like those other products over curdy first reason is marketing i don't like the names okay <laughs> so, hang on most, I got, most important for I've you got, of course exactly <laughs> i've got a train of thought here okay it's called aqua defense mm-hmm. it's called red guard what's schluter's version called schluter's and curdy yeah, curdy board yeah curdy band curdy board. so it's kind of like you buying condoms carlito are you gonna buy std protector or are you gonna buy trojan I'm gonna I don't buy. Use condoms. I'm gonna buy extra large Trojan from my, Sheep. My point is, I feel that these products need to reinforce a more dynamic name to them to sell them. That's branding. I know, and it's poor branding in my opinion. The second thing I have is that I'm not a huge fan of any construction products that have to be made on site. 
Okay. So you have to have a specific thickness of yes. that red guard, yes. of that aqua defense. Yep. Aqua defense has to be played, uh, applied at a certain temperature, and it has to be covered by a certain time. Yes. You are the chemist. You talk about chemists. You are the chemist on site now. With Curdy, what do you do? You grab the board, you cut it with an X-Acto knife, you put it on, you screw it on, and you put the Curdy band, and you're done. Yep. That's what I have a problem with that. Those are other products. All right. So getting to that, I also, you know, I'm a Schluter guy. The only, the only only product (laughs) that Schluter (laughs) makes that is waterproof is Schluter board. Curdy board. board. Mm -hmm. That's the only waterproof one. The rest of them are are water resistant, not waterproof. What are you talking about? When you read about Schluter, it's not waterproof. It's water resistant. The Curdy membrane is waterproof. On the board. On the board. Only on the board. And the band. No. No. It is not. I yes, it is, man. So if you, yes, it is. If you, well, you can test it. I guess fold a piece of curdy yeah. band, pour water in it. That's it. I've gone over this with them, and they've told me that it's still not leaking, mm-hmm. but they're not putting waterproof on it. It's water it's, resistant. I think it's more for liability than. There's a reason for it. Yeah. And what I wanted, to, what I was getting to is, in some applications, yes, shooter is always my go-to. And I would love to use it on all my job sites, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll get like, okay, I did a gym seven, eight months ago. I did a gym and in that gym, it wasn't scoped out in the price to even do any waterproofing except for in the pan. They just wanted board and lay it's the tile over top. Yeah. So you know what? That's when something like a non callback for drywall repairs or mold or mildew, I went ahead and I threw that in there for a bucket. And mm-hmm. I threw in the bucket, put the cotton corners in. And you know what? I reassured myself that my work was bulletproof. Mm-hmm. It might not be all the products I want. And that's why I say to you, sometimes I bounce back and forth from designers or from builders. And they already have products on site. For the majority of the time, you get a fresh job and Manny gets a custom home. Mm-hmm. But I'm going around fixing all the bad jobs from all the bad contractors. Mm-hmm. And it's not really the product that's failed. It's about the contractor, how they've installed it it's or how they that. work with it's it. Always okay, but here's yeah. the problem that I have, and I'm going to... Designers, I think every designer I know has chosen tile. They've gone through the whole selection process, have gotten the samples, have mixed and matched, have gotten different thicknesses, depth, whatever, have designed, all this other crap. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, oh, I forgot about waterproofing. They don't even know. Most designers don't even know about waterproofing options. Yeah. They just know about the design part of it. And there's a lot of people that don't So when use they get to it, all of a sudden they get to the job site, they've spent all the money regarding yes. the budget. Yes. And now there's nothing. So then here you go. Apply these $100 marble tiles on this drywall. How is that? That's, you got to right off the bat say, I can't warranty that. Yep. Yeah. It's the thing. I've actually had that happen. It, it was happens. the beginning of the summer. It was a... It was a three million dollar home on old mill it was the exact same thing it was slabs and it, it was a steam room actually and they had a eight they wanted an eight foot bench eight foot bench wow. and they wanted to extend it 32 inches out so they want to lie, lay down on it right that was one thing the second thing was it would need to get sloped and they just want to say, okay just put dry pack and that's it can't you just put the plastic down and dry pack? I said, it's, it's so you walk in, it needs to be waterproof from the door to the drain. So they think that you can just put the membrane down and put the dry pack and you're fine. You know, 
they don't it depends on the designer right a lot of people would rather pay to see something look nice than it being functional it may be the reason that you know what we're selling the house and we don't really care but it's it's not the right thing to do and it doesn't really cost that much more to get done yeah why it, not do it right is, from is it fair beginning? to say that if you're using natural stones and you don't want to prove properly that those stones are going to start to discolor over time because water oh, for gonna, sure right yeah that Cal has to do with calcium, the sealer, iron, though, right? and everything else. That's that all to there. do with the sealer, though. And maintenance. And so, true. And the maintenance of keep doing yeah. those sealers. Yeah. So can we finally get the grouts? Sure. Let's get mm -hmm. into grouts. Let's talk about grouts. The only two grouts that I'll use is Error. Tech and Mape. What, what do you think about your polyblend, your Home Depot polyblend? Mm -mm. I hate it. Yeah. I will never touch. That's the one thing about <laughs> custom that they haven't figured out exactly. yet. It yeah. takes... Eight hours to dry. Yeah. It keeps washing off. Uh -huh. Just when it starts to haze, you think you're going to wipe it down, and it doesn't. Yeah. And all you keep doing is pulling from the joints, pulling from the joints, pulling from the joints. And this show is brought to you by Polyblend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I hate it. I, I, I will not use it. I yeah. don't want to use it. You don't like you? it, Omid? That's what I used to use, but after I used Mapei, there was no going I stopped. Back. I stopped using it because I did a bathroom early on mm -hmm. where I had to do slabs. It was that purple slab bathroom. Purple. Purple slabs, like purple stone. Wow. Okay. Nobody had purple grout mm -hmm. for these joints that I had to do, right? Nobody. Tech did. This, dude, I mean, this, not tech, sorry. This uh, is, Flex this, did. This is 11 years ago. Okay. Yeah, Polyblend was the some... only one. They had to do a special order. It, had, it was going to take three days. And then I ended up ordering like four boxes because I wanted to make sure I had enough. Mm -hmm. And then I had like three boxes left in my basement for like years after that. Then I finally found them. And then I was like, that's the reason why I don't like Polyblend anymore. And I threw them out, man. <laughs> no, it's, and I never touched Polyblend ever again. Chain, it, the grout used to be the most difficult part of tile installation. Always. It used to be the worst. Yeah. The reason being is people don't know, okay, we got to mix it a certain way. All right. What's your application of tile? It all has to do with water. You know, people, I've, I've heard people say, I, I know guys, towel guys, they say, oh, I hate using Mapei. And they have the reason for it. If you're a one-man show, you can't be using that because it's meant to set quick, right? You need to have two people to mix a batch. You two both apply it. By the time you guys are done finish applying it, you're ready to go and start, start your wiping. first wipe, yeah. right? It's the time thing, and it's that's basically what it's designed for. It's for the professional, not the, you know, the one guy by himself. If you're gonna, even if you have to do a backsplash, ceramic bas backsplash by yourself, with ultra color FA, good luck to you. Do not mix one batch for the whole backsplash because nope. you're gonna hate yourself. By the time you get back, you're scrubbing. Might as well get a you know scotch pad and get to it i never so, when i start grouting i never leave like until i'm buffing and polishing mm -hmm. i never leave you're not supposed to right yeah you're supposed to be there to watch but how many guys out there you think know that there's a minimum thickness and depth when it comes to grout i don't think anybody it's, knows it's the it's the it's the so thickness you're, thing you're supposed to what i was taught and i was told by a pay rep mm -hmm. a my pay rep two-thirds of the thickness of the tile mm -hmm. is the minimum depth that you require for your grout and the minimum thinness was i think one mil you can't go any thinner than one mil you have to have that. okay I think it's so two it is actually it's is it actually it's actually two a mil. fact that only designers speak like this okay in your code you're not allowed to do any spaces smaller than an eighth 
Mm -hmm. 8th is the smallest with a warranty. So when you hear designers say, uh, give me a 16th or uh, a GC says, I want a 16th. The first thing you have to say to them is, that's not enough grout and it's going to crack or give. And guess who you're going to call back, Mr. Pop everything out, Mm -hmm. is me. Yeah, it might look nice and it looks tight, but an 8th is actual minimum code. That's what code is. The thing is to, when you build whatever bathroom above minimum code, you have more play with the finish end result. You're making something more sturdy. You're making something have it flexing a different way. So you can get away with a smaller grout line. 16th, this I'll be honest with you. 16th, that's what you, there's, there's a tabby spacers. There's, there's like a, it's called, it's a one and a half mil. That's what we use. One and a half. I use one hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what's that, the thickness of those one hundreds? That's supposed to be one sixteenth, but it always ends up when you use the clip system when you squeeze it, it goes it up to, up to a an bit. eighth. Yeah. Got it. It oh depends on the grout too. We never even got into friggin' spacers. Right? I already have all that written down. Don't worry, we'll get to it. Really? Because yeah. the show's about to end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, guess what? We have Omid here, and I don't get to see him all the time unless he's driving by giving me the finger. <laughs> he brought you a T, man. I know he's amazing. Oh, I love Steve this guy. God. Is there uh, this so is, can this, we get to what this we have is, to get by the to? way? The, the, this is one of two guys I only trust in the industry mm-hmm. when it comes to laying tile. Who's the other and guy? He'll the never, guy you see in the mirror? He'll never. No, my my boy MM. And Omid here yeah. are the only two guys I trust. The rest of them have all failed me. Or uh, no, there's there's guys out there that that are I've good. worked with. Yes, that, that I've worked with. Yeah, exactly. Like, Freak not out. not yeah. up and coming. Uh-huh. Typically, I do my own tiles because I love tiles. I Freak so, out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say something though while we're talking about grout. Don't overwater it. That's the simple answer to everything. That's true too. So what I do before I even want to grout mm-hmm. is. You know, we should have talked about about spacers and, and perfect clip clip systems before, but I'll bring it up now anyways. So I, I get a grout release. Mm-hmm. It's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I polish all the tiles with grout release. Mm-hmm. I put it all in all the tiles. I leave it for three hours. And then when I grout, the tiles don't get etched and they don't get released. I don't think Omid agrees with you. <laughs> no, I thought there was someone behind no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> He doesn't agree no, with you. No, it worked. It really Why are you for putting me. the grout release? Because I've seen too many times etching happen with guys what, left with behind. With what grout? Tech. No, I just what it's whatever product I've used. If if someone left it too too long on there, yeah, it will burn and etch. Like so many callbacks I've seen, I've yeah. seen the the hazing, and that's, everybody's that's, like, "That's poly blend." That's poly, eh? This you know what you could do? Get a bag of fa. Okay. Just leave a pile. Okay. Like even with a a float, just skim a tile and you leave it. Let it dry. Next day, come grab your sponge. Oh, game changer. Actually, before anything, sponge, I think is the number two most important thing while grouting. Okay. Keeping the tiles clean. If you're using Home Depot sponges to grout, that's the very first problem that you have. Yeah. Because there's 10 different kinds of grout sponges for grouting. There's too much water. The, The pockets of holes that are in the air pockets are too small to pick up the grout so what's the ideal sponge if you guys want the right amount of water to wipe off tile my what i use is an ardex sponge it's i use ramondi ramondi the pockets are too small i can wipe it always works for me i can wipe i can do my one two wipe and and it will be clean compared to any other sponge with the least amount of water though 
Because the thing is, the pockets in the sponge, they're large. So pick up that extra grout on top and not leave too much water behind. Can we do some shout outs here? Are you still going to ProSol? Hey, hang Pro, on. Ah, I'm always at ProSol. I'm ProSol. I'm with, uh, you know what? The places that I go. I, I use Ray at ProSol. Like that's the guy I go to. Ray? Yeah. Well, we usually go to Mississauga because I'm okay. out of Etobicoke. Kevin out of Mississauga. We also go Tool Academy. Tool Academy is where we oh, go yeah, buy that's right. all our yeah. blades. We're doing, we're, doing polish, we're, we're doing polish a podcast wheels. with Tool Academy. Coming yeah. up in September. Yeah. yeah. No, Tool Academy is pretty cool. So um, I know you go to Centura for some of these. Stuff. I go to Centura well. for about anything, 80% of my stuff. Anything Schluter, Centura. Centura? Because I like my Ramondi products. Go see Louisa. She's she's the best. She's a sweetheart. Go see Ken or he, Matt. He got this big <laughs> Ramondi uh, scorer thing for slaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, you, go you see Matt. <laughs> go see beautiful Matt at Centura. You have one of those? I got a ruby too. <laughs> a ruby? Ruby. Yeah. Wrong B. No. Ah. To each his own, buddy. Ah. One's a push and one's a pull. <laughs> a real man pulls. <laughs> Have we man. talked about everything with grouts? No, yeah. no, no talk about grouts. Uh, no, no, epoxy? No, no, no. I, I, I want to talk about epoxy. I want to talk about boosts. Boost. I think, I think boost? it's really important that a lot of times you don't want to use water. You want to use a boost in, if you can in some of your products so that you don't get stains. Just, just use my pay, man. End of your, your life. End of this. story. You can use it in pools. You can use outside. You can go up to a half inch plus, I believe, with that FA. You can use it what almost anywhere. What have they done anywhere. to you? Nobody's done anything to anybody. <laughs> like, it's, it, it works. Okay, listen. I've had a lot of guys come from MAPE, mm-hmm. and now they're tech guys. Man, my so, patient's sponsored. What this, is this? This, this, this is this is. I want to see your results. This is a personal <laughs> preference thing. Mm-hmm. It's what works for you and and doesn't make callbacks. But I wanted to get to something just before we get out of the grout. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest problems with grouting is when you're actually laying the tile. A lot of guys they just squeeze that fucking thin set right out of the joints, and mm-hmm. they never get a good anchoring. It's important, so like you said, to anchor your grout. So if you're not cleaning those joints out, yeah. you got soup coming out of the inside of them, yeah. you're never going to have a good grout job. Yeah. Like when guys look in and say, oh, there's some thin set there. Don't worry, the grout will cover it. Yeah. What they don't understand is that's just going to chip the right fuck out. Yep. Am I swearing a lot? No, I agree with you on that one, man. <laughs> that's true. The clips. Well, clips, you know, there's all the clips work for different, for different applications. applications okay. Yeah. One thing is, Pagrin, I believe right now is the best clip on the market in terms of strength, in terms of it not leaving breaking its clip behind and having to go with an exacto knife to cut it off, that kind of situation. Who's the original? Wasn't it Ramondi? Ramondi. Ramondi, Ramondi was, was a start. Yeah. We used to only use Ramondi. The thing is, it, you know, when you're installing tile and it snaps on you, you know, that clip, you, you know, to take the tile you. off, to it do it again. You. But they also have new systems where you can put a little clip in, you know, once if it does happen. And the after, there's a little metal T and you could put it in after so you don't have to take the tile out. Pagrin is what we use. One thing about Pagrin is if you have less than, I'd say, a quarter inch of thin set behind your tile, it's hard because the clip itself is almost an eighth of an inch thick. Right, so that caused a little buildup. But if you look at like Perfect Level Master, you, it's almost like a sixteenth. It's you hardly need anything set in the back of your tile. What do so, you, Carlito? Okay, so if I'm using large format tile like slabs, my first go-to is Perfect Level because it holds yeah. the weight. It's got lots of like I can crank that bastard right yeah. down. I used to Pagrant 
I was getting into it because I liked it because it it snapped off clean. Mm-hmm. It held, but it bends really like it bends a lot. The important things before I end up telling you what I'm using mm-hmm. is that too many guys rely and depend on the on the clip system to lift or drop their tiles this is for why, slump. Yes. And that's where the failure is exactly. because you're yep. pulling thin set away from the tile. Yeah. When I hear the old school guys tell me, oh, you know, clips are for, you know, losers, you know, guys that don't know how to lay tile. I'm so like, wait a minute, the old guy, how he actually started guy? with an accent. And then he there's ended a lot up of guys in this industry. There's a lot of guys coming from commercial <laughs> and this is how they think, right? <laughs> I laid tiles for 20 years without clips until they actually came out and I started enjoying them. Okay. So are you still laying tile today without yes. clips? So are you really? Yeah. So no, no, I, I, in, in the certain I was about areas. to respect you for a second there. I do use clips though. So I use Ramondi, but I use twists. And yeah. what I do is I have these clear little, or you can get and them in white. They're the like scratch they're like washers. Yeah. You put them on after you wipe the tile down before you put the, the yeah. and I like to twist them on. My favorite system is by Ramondi. It's a twist on system. They mm-hmm. changed the actual uh, shaft, which is threaded for the, mm-hmm. for the spinner. And now yeah. they have a silica, so it's a lot stronger. It yeah. doesn't break off as easy. Here we go. You already know, anyway. <laughs> they, they all work. Just, but this is information yeah. for people to hear that aren't here in this room. Yeah. You know what I mean? So It works. I mean, a good way to test if you're installing right is if you go get a bag of Ramondi clips and see how many break. If you're squeezing in every tile, there's a clip breaking. Number one, I believe it's too tight. F- the, the, the reason why you're squeezing so hard is your substrate is not flat or your cement is too dry. And then that's what that happens, right? It's, or it's, not it's, level it's, enough, too much thin yeah, set under one, so not enough under the other. It's good practice that way too. There's yeah, a, but you agree with clips. Yeah. Yeah, so Absolutely. I'm a clip guy too, but there I think are, every young guy today is clips, man. But I, I do lay tile depending on a commercial job sometimes. You can't. Listen, if you're using God. clips on commercial jobs, you're not making any money. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And that's There's what I was no way. that's what I was leading to. And All some right. and they don't care. They don't care about the minimum you can't. code. Listen, commercial time is absolutely money. Okay. Yeah. If you use like we, our commercial jobs, we do not use clips at all. We'll we'll it's spend we'll spend three days to prep that concrete floor a hundred percent. But the thing is, we will not use clips. You will you spend forever there. Well, you, you also won't you. get the job again the second time. No, if they see slow. you using that, they're like, get the you're fuck out slow. of here. Yeah. Let's talk tools, gentlemen. Oh, let's let's just go into vans right away, okay? Well, Actually, you know what? Wait, we already know what kind of van he's driving. But nobody else does. Yeah, does any other Tyler have a 450 Sprinter? I don't know. I was like, uh, I think it was he's a little... He's got the extra long. Yeah, you got a dually, 450? A yeah, dually. I, I don't know. I think I... Uh, a dually. I messed That's up for all the extra thin set he has he, in the back. He can it's, park your van in his van. Tile setters, <laughs> you don't need the 450, trust me. Just get the 250. So what, what are the numbers so people know? 250 is half ton, right? Yeah. And then I think three quarters, three quarter ton kind of thing. Something like that. I know that I, with occupancy and load, is almost 13,000 pounds for that, Crazy, for my van. Yeah? Crazy. Like it's, it's very extra. Okay, I mean, saw-wise, what are we talking about here? You know what? I'll tell you something. From the last time from Euclid to here, I had saw bad experience. And Mr. Oh, Carlito here. Lots of bad experience. Lent me his beautiful Raimondi. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful 50-incher? Okay. No. It was, it's 48. Beautiful saw. Okay. Yeah. But I've been through four different saws. And right now, you guys want to know the winner? Husqvarna. No way. You went to Husqvarna? T60. I heard there was like some issues with no. it. Nothing at all? You, the sliding tray? The tray is square. Yeah. 
the cuts are hang on. But that's a, that's a thirty-five hundred dollar saw. No, 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 not the big one, the smaller one. How much is the smaller one? I think a thousand. Uh, I mean, it's Dewalt just came out with a new one. Who? Uh, Dewalt. It's yeah. You don't know who that is. Oh, you actually, you, is. do you also do paintings with your t- table saw <laughs> or your uh, wet saw? <laughs> Picture frames. <laughs> picture frames. He no. does. He does picture frames on the ground. <laughs> That's what their fence is all about. The only thing is the motor isn't as strong as the Dewalt and or the Bosch and the Beast and all of them. So if you're doing marble, if you're doing like three-quarter marble, it's very difficult. It's really meant for smaller tile and amazing for... Um, Mosaics, dude. I cut a forty-six inch tile, a quarter-inch strip off. With your Romandi, it yeah, was beautiful. like a razor blade yep. finish. I didn't even need to polish the end. Yeah, it's a lot to do with the blade, the yeah. water. And what's that saw cost? Typically, it's about five grand on the if you were to be off the street. I yeah. think I you can get it for like twenty. The only issue with that saw is if, if you're you a tile have guy. Water protection underneath that water, that water everywhere. spitting everywhere everywhere yeah i don't have that problem yeah i mean if it's winter time and you have to cut inside and it's a finished house it's not yeah happening. i always put i always get a drop sheet like i mean uh but I, it's get gonna a tarp. Soak. I always put a tarp down uh, and i wouldn't trust the tarp what about scoring machines what are you doing now uh we are sigma and ramondi every company has well it will work it's all to do with what your preference is. Like you said, you like to push. I like I, to pull. I That's, like well. So I start learning to. So sit, yeah. yeah, you you pull you push with yours, right? I pull. You pull. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I use the ruby. That's yeah. what I've gone to, mm-hmm. and uh, it's worked excellent for me. Mm-hmm. Have you tried any ruby products? I have. I'm not used to the pushing aspect of yeah. it. I'm always used to the pulling. But. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Carly to do, do something. I, I was waiting for him to but, do something. But uh, the most important thing is change your wheel. Yeah. Change your metal wheel. Actually, I didn't know this. I used my Sigma wheel for four and a half years. And just... What do you mean? I, change your blade? The, the actual... The little wheel that scores your tile. Oh, okay. I haven't changed that for almost five years. And actually, this happened only about six months ago. Start doesn't chipping? It, doesn't it get no, dull? No, no chipping happened. It's the amount of pressure that you put is a lot more when your blade is dull than when your blade is fresh. So, so a friend of, of mine put tile. a new uh, blade on. I cut it and it literally, I didn't need to snap because it just went boom, gone. I said, we're going to get new wheels. We got new wheels and there we go. Well, I think since we're talking about that too, I have two different wheels and one is for like a rough uh, tile that has like bumps and waves in it. And then I have a blade that's just for straight porcelain or ceramic so i think it's important that you know when you're you need to pick the right wheel for the right application also hey no texting and podcasting what's wrong with you no i was trying to <laughs> find a instagram it, you know he's gonna have to come back for a second round we haven't covered anything yet here what do you mean we haven't covered anything what's the mixer that you're using these days what's the what mixer oh man you know what i've gone through three bosch mixers Oh, dumb, 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 dumb. In one year. What's going on? Why, they keep on breaking? Yeah. Mine's still working fine. 
we destroy. Yeah, I know, but you have to use it, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> it gets used. But you know what? His is, like a, his is like a trophy with a gold end on. And he's like, you want this? It's, you must work for me. It's the best freaking mixer. It's so fast I thought, and I thought honestly, I thought Makita had the best mixer. No, too Ruby. slow. Way too slow. Ruby. Ruby? Way too slow. Use the Bosch. You see how fast that thing will spin. You're saying that Ruby's too slow? Yeah. Is Ruby no. the one that looks like a NASCAR steering wheel? Yeah, it does. No. Yeah, that's the one. It looks like a NASCAR it's steering this, wheel. like this. A little tiny thing. That's what you, yeah. <laughs> I have no problems with it at all. <laughs> I know what you guys are you know, talking it about. It looks like a go-kart steering wheel. Okay, okay. <laughs> <I can't> <laughs> <laughs> Give me a mixer. Uh, what else do you want to... I know there's like... We talked to... Dude, it's an hour and 40 minutes, man. You know what? I wanted to talk about, you know. Bring it up. Talk. Let's talk about backsplashes a little bit. Really? Come on. Something better. No, not backsplash. What's this? Basically, he's asking for a better question. And what I wanted to lead to was most of the guys that I'm ripping tiles off the -hmm. the walls, guys just seem to think that they should lay tiles right over a wall. And they don't put levels to them. They don't build out the walls. Mm -hmm. They don't take out the crowns. These are things that is your job to to prep before you lay tiles. So I don't know why people just happen to just go lay tile, uh, ruin a whole job. I got a better question. What about hand tools? Are you still Makita? It's Makita. Hand tools? Oh, like and hand tools, and- yeah, yeah. And so grinders and what blades oh, specific. Okay. We haven't talked about how you got to teach these guys. There's different blades for different materials. Yeah. I use core. Use core? Core is a great blade, wet blade. Piranha? Um, Piranha, it's they got no. good polishers. So they they've got the, the pearl. The problem is it explodes. It's it's very it cuts very well, but it cracks very easily. I like the black core. And the, the black with. core, yeah, that's for a wet blade. But in terms of porcelain, go to Tool Academy, go tell them the yellow Korea blade. That's fine. I've got a couple of those. I tell them. The and you know the funniest part sent is you and that's the cheapest me. blade out, and it works. Yeah, it's you know it. The thing Do is, they make a 10-inch version of that? No. Just they have the hand four and four and a half. But I think every tile person and stone person has a variable Makita you grinder. Have you oh, have to. All my grinders are Makita. Yeah, you have my to. My polishers Makita. It's very, my grinders You can Makita. get that very low RPM with the Makita, right? Yeah. We don't do any electric grinders. They have the ones that's not corded. Uh, they have the automatic brakes. It doesn't spin fast enough for me. It doesn't feel right in your hand. I feel like the, we're using our wrist every day, and it has such a long handle with the battery at the end. It just doesn't feel right to cut. You need the weight to be at the head of the, yeah. of, the of the grinder where the work is. Yeah. So because the thing is, it sh- it shakes. That little shakiness Could will crack. can chip the tile yeah. as well. Like you get the micro chips more so if you're not holding that grinder properly. Do you buff? You have to. So do you Absolutely. use the same grinder or do you have a water? So we, we have four grinders always. So we have two to cut, two to polish all the time. So we're not Makitas? Uh, yeah, they're all Makita. One uh-huh. of them is not variable. That's the one that we use to just cut straight down. And then the variable we use for the Polishing. polish pad, we yeah. use 100 grit. And that's what we wow, use. Wow, that's low. Yeah, 100 grit is, well, it's pretty, the highest you go is 3,000, right? Yeah. So 100 grit. I'm usually around 400. 400? You're, yeah. just, you're making a shiny. I'm, I'm just just yeah. honing that so there's yeah. not a sharp edge to it. Usually we'll, we'll it's always 100 in that, that blade and we'll go to town. What's the trick to miter? The trick to miter is practice. Yeah, and not uh, go all the way to the line with the miter. You got to go past the 45. Yeah. Okay. 
you, it's your positioning. You need to, if you're right-handed or left-handed, you got to find a position that works for you. For me, the table height is very important because I kind of, I put my hip to the left a little bit and I'm kind of leaning to the right and the tables are almost right at my hip height. I'll cut on the right side of the table and go down the line. So you got to make a visual line of get close to the edge. Not too close because that's how it chips. Exactly. You yeah. can always come back and touch it up a little bit more with the grinder or with the 100 Polisher. grit yeah. or 50 grit even polished pad. Wow, that's intense, so dude. So it's you need to practice. That's all it is. What's the top 10 things that your helper should know when you're tiling? My helper is a little different than a lot of helpers. I'm just saying a helper he, in general. First of all, you should not be standing looking over at your the person that's tiling ever. You should always be moving. You can join in, Carlito. Always. I'm going to I want him to you, give him 10 and I'll give you 10. If you're on There's your 20? phone, if you're on your phone, you're out. There's no way. There's so many things happening. There's always something to do. There's always something to be picked up to get cleaned up. There's always a time to learn and there's a time to work, right? Towards the end of the day, it's not really a time to, you know, oh, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's time to, okay, we got to clean up. We got to go. There's time for everything. With my helper, very good helper now, Maher, he's probably the best helper that I've had. Not to that's, shit that's on any amazing. of my helpers. I'm really he's proud the quickest of him, learner that I've had. His cuts are as good as mine. I'll mark my line. Whoa, don't and tell too many people that. It's, uh, it's, it's great. The thing is... I got him, he knew really nothing about tiling. And I basically, from the ground, I taught him the way that I know. Was he so an engineer he, like you? No, no. He, he was a, he's actually a chef from back home. He's a wow. chef from back home. Tight uh, slice cuts. He's uh, very, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. When you can have, that's why, I, like, we're looking for a third person right now. Anybody on air? You have to believe in your employee, trust them 100%, learn from their mistakes, but at the same time, understand they've been doing it for a lot longer than you and try and get into the habit that they're trying to teach you. And there's a reason why they're trying to tell you to do something a certain way. It's because they've done it and they've tried it the easier way that you think it is and it doesn't work and there's reason for it. Maher right now, he's on my page and it's, it's insane how fast we are. Wow. It's like even marking a line. You mark a line. Now, what do you do? Do you go to the right of the line, the left of the line? Do you kill the line? You some people don't off. understand what that means. Yeah. So there's different notions. Some, some people say, okay, a hair to the left, hair to the right. It's different for each person. So the way I do it is we mark a line and I'll have an arrow. That arrow either represents to the right of the line or to the left of the line. And if he has to kill the line, I put the arrow and say, kill the line. So everybody has their way of doing things. As a helper, you need to listen to the person that's trying to teach you how to do the things their way. And if you start to understand it their way, things will move a lot smoother and you'll learn a lot faster and it'll be a lot easier at work. You won't be stressed out. Oh, I didn't know if it's this side of the line or that side of the line. You got to be clear with them and they need to understand you. But yeah, these guys that are doing work by themselves, they're going to hurt their back. They're going to they're gonna go their to knees. chiropractor, their knees. You can't be tiling a one-man show. It's nope. The slabs... Man, this you tell me that now? The slabs are huge. The tiles, are, we don't touch small tiles I know, 50-inch tiles, 100 pounds. Oh, it's, it's crazy. You yeah. need two people, be on the same page, really? and spend time and teach, teach the younger generation. Don't be selfish and say, no, I just know this, because you're never going to equate to anything. You know what I mean? There's so many people there that try to, you know what, I'm not going to tell this guy, how to, I'm not going to tell the world how I do this, how to do that. 
Good for you. you You're always going to be a one-man show. You're never going to grow. But I, but I also think that what's really important, Manny, Manny have talked about this. When you work with someone, you never want to burn that bridge with that person. Because no. you want to be able to cross that bridge in the Absolutely. future. Yep. You want to be able to work with someone. So... When you think you're Not smart, when you think you're smart and you burn that bridge, you just lost connections, mm-hmm. marketing, and and potential jobs to the future. Here's so, a match. Some some of the really important things for me are first is where are you dumping your water and your thin set? Yep. Mm, uh, big one. Are you putting it on the side of the garbage bins, or do you have a garbage bin set of your own to mm-hmm. put all that into? So. Those yep. are my two big ones. The the water being dumped. Yeah. Every homeowner's paying attention. Everybody on the streets yep. paying attention. So don't don't dump it for, by a tree. For you not downtown folks, tree. you're not not allowed to go put your dirty water into catch basins. Absolutely not. Nope. Ninety percent of the homes have some gravel somewhere in their house or along their fence. That's where we dump our bucket water, right? Anything that's left over, we always have one bucket, either from the day the day that we left too much thin set, that becomes the shit bucket. Where any leftover thin set goes in that bucket till the job's done. When the job's done, the thing will probably be full of garbage cement or extra cement, and that gets dumped. So that's how we do it. We don't yeah. put cement in garbage. Another one of my big pet peeves is if you know we're starting at 8 o'clock, yeah. don't wait for me to come to that fucking door. Mm-hmm. I want you setting up the wet saw. I want fresh water in there. Mm-hmm. I want that wet saw to be cleaned. I want yeah. my spacers upstairs. I want my, my clip system. I want mm-hmm. my hammer cleaned. I want my trowels cleaned. Yep. I want you to have all that prepared because when I come in and we're ready to roll, yeah. we're ready to roll. That's a real team player. I don't need someone going, oh, I'm here at 8. What are we going to do? Yeah. You know what the fuck we're going to do. Get to work. It's, it depends on the person, if they want to learn or not, right? Because if yeah. you want to learn, you're going to be ambitious. You're going to try and basically impress your boss. That's what, like when I was younger, I literally was trying to learn as much as I could and almost impress my boss. I wanted my boss to say, shit, you did a good job. I love that feeling. You know what I mean? So now with my helper, whenever he does something good and say he did a hard cut or he did something wrong, I say, hey, Mar, you did a good job here. And you can see they move even faster because as a human being, you want to feel worthy. You want to feel important. You want to feel like you're doing something good. And if for your, someone that you're looking up to to tell you, you know what, you're doing well, you're doing great, it's amazing. Like when I was working with Manny, with the first job that we did, and Manny said, fuck, man, it looks good. Fuck, I felt like to go do a whole bathroom right after. It, <laughs> yeah, man, it, gives you, it gives you power inside, you know? For, so the guys that have employees for them, you got to treat these guys with a little more respect and they're, they're 100% because they're looking up to you, right? You, know, they're gonna, you should hear that, Carlito, and acknowledge yeah, your co-host. The guys that and, smell, you know. just be like, you know, you don't smell as bad today. And, you know, and then maybe they'll put the other. The guys true. that smell, um, you don't smell as bad today. <laughs> um, another big pet peeve is I think that all my buckets should be clean. My spinner should be clean. and wow, all, you're like a prima donna, and man. All of that should be busted off. And cleaned up and ready to go. Do and you all this wash stuff. your paddles or bang it out? I wash them every time. They never get anything on them. I got a clean bucket no. and it goes, bzzz, see ya. Instead of banging it on the ground Wait, and hitting what, it with the see hammer. See the first song that I sang is Smack That on the Floor? That <laughs> yeah. goes with everything that we do, okay? I can imagine Buckets, how many. tiles. Rocks flying everywhere. Smack it and that's it. So I could go on, but time we is short. Wrap so it. one last thing. I do want to say something. Manny, you really surprise me every single day with 
all the information you bring and all the love that you bring to the industry. Oh, yeah. And thanks for all the ass time that you give us and all the time you put into this. I don't think anybody realizes. What are you talking about ass time? Kiss ass time. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I don't think anyone realizes that Manny puts like when this podcast is over, every single episode gets four hours of, of Manny's attention. So anyways, Thank you, Manny. You're welcome, Carlito. <laughs> okay, this has been an extra long podcast because there's been a lot to talk about regarding tile. But we got to do it again, right? Oh, yeah. We still got to talk about large format over chicken wire, not necessary. Marbles. We're not going to talk tiles about large ceilings, format over chicken wire. Quartz. No, there's lots of talk to talk about. Um, so we'll so do this after we do the f- w- the next project. We yeah. got some... We have you got to come back for the second round. You know why? Because that whole job has got six wet areas and they're all large format. Can we bring them back for a second one and continue from where we're here? We'll do that like in November. Okay. So I think if we're still here, unless we get shut down, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, actually, I forgot. There's nobody telling us what we can or can't say. (laughs) We've been talking to Omid at thetileguy.gta on IG. Thetileguy.gta at gmail.ca dot com dot com six four seven one seven one six five zero six two the three sixes lucifer himself six 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 any young hungry people learning or want to learn how to tile there's all my information there give me a call must be serious i think eddie's looking for a job well and and (laughs) i and i want to say something you being an engineer coming into tiles you construction engineer it's different it's still (laughs) you're you know what you're well educated you know how to read you you know you pay attention to reading everything and you know the products it's not just you coming in and laying tile like you you're an educated guy everybody feel good today what's going on and and that was the tile guy inc before carlito interrupted (laughs) me and finished all my notice that i do all the shout outs and shit so, Omid, we have one last segment, a news segment. I don't know if you've been listening to the latest show. We're the on show number 12 questions, questions of construction. Dum, da, da, dum. You know about this? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite construction word? Fuck. <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? Fuck. No, I'm kidding. Um, good enough. What turns you on in construction? Tight lines. Ooh. What turns you off in construction? Mm, butchers. <laughs> What's your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> What's your favorite car, bike, vehicle, boat? 1968 Mustang Fastback. Green. Oh. Somebody watch Bullet. Anyone else? <laughs> what is your least favorite car, bike, boat, vehicle? Tesla. Whoa. Don't ask me why. What construction sound or noise do you love? I like the sound of uh, demo hammers, demolition hammers. What construction sound or noise do you hate? Nail guns. Wow. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I would like to be in real estate agent. What profession would you not like to do? Office work. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? What's God going to say to you? God's going to say, you are a good boy. Welcome. That's wow. That See? Works. That works. That was very oh, nice, yes. Omid. Man, you, hit, you tickled me in the spots where I didn't know I could get tickled. What that wasn't uh, me, by the way. That was Manny. I'm not touching anybody <laughs> these days. 
Uh, Omit, thank you very much for a great show, man, and sharing all your insight. And honestly, you mean it, right? Anybody who's interested in getting into the tile game, yeah. you can't pick a better teacher, man. That's the truth of it. I say the second teacher would be substitute Carlito here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't put you first. Okay. 1A, 1B. Is that all right? I, don't hey, I like that. 1A, 1B. <laughs> it's been fun, yeah. boys. 1A, 1B, A. B for beige. Badass. I like that. <laughs> all right. Get us out of here, Carlito. Man, I can't believe we talked two hours about tile and we can still talk more. Maybe we should be doing three-hour podcasts. Smack that. Get us out of here. A 416 TO straight from Toronto. Oh, me.